Welcome to the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. Whitney, we've we've reached another milestone. Boom shakalaka, baby. It's number 87. Number 87. It? Yes, exactly. And uh, I've said often that, said everyone counts the the the, the fives and the tens. Yeah. As, no, the, no, every one of them. Every episode is an exciting. It's a milestone. It's a milestone. Yes. yes. And I say the boom shakalaka because uh, I was talking with a, a buddy, a friend of mine, Bob, and we were talking about the arcade one-ups and, and the new arcade one-up that's coming that, that has NBA Jam in it. And I remember because he sent me this huge boom shakalaka like, like animated <laughs> gif and it just made me smile i was so happy when i saw the boom shakalaka and then there's been another like meme floating around an article about this that said that some guy's been playing nba jam consecutively for for like hours and hours and hours and because he's on fire the earth is gonna melt and i just thought that was so funny but uh, they're doing a they're doing an oh, arcade yeah. one-up of nba jam it's, it's it's on the way yeah and the great thing about it it's going to be internet enabled so that really? you can play NBA Jam Man, with have, somebody else. They have and stepped up the game. They have stepped no up the game. And, no, seriously. And I, I would say that if I am ever going to be an arcade one-up customer, it's going to be on that MG, NBA oh, Jam. Oh, is it? Yes. Because I, I don't have an NBA Jam. Uh, I, I would like to have an NBA oh, Jam. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I would have I, never guessed that. Well, it, I am... Okay, so... I am the world's worst on sports. Okay. So, the world's worst. Okay. I don't follow sports. I don't do watch I. sports. I, I barely know the difference between any two sports. Okay. But something like NBA Jam, because uh, because it's so stylized and because it has a certain element of humor to go along with it, and because it resonates with so many people, I can see that being a whole lot of fun. So, so you've not anyway. you've not like spent leading up to this. I would have thought you would have gone with. I actually spent a lot of time playing that no, game. No, no, none. Okay, Absolutely right, none. Fair enough. But, but it looks like it's so much fun. So that, that's where I'm at. And I like to say boom shakalaka. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it, I mean, this works. I, I mean, if there's a selling point any in any of this, it's that. Okay. Well, you know, they, they appeal to a simple guy. They make a simple sale. So, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> this oh. this has gone where I never anticipated. Well, well, that's yeah, how the show goes. Yeah, that's that's exactly. If you're a long time exactly listener to the show, this is normal. If you're new to the show, you're like these guys are not right. Yeah, they're not right. You're gonna figure out. You're gonna figure that out it's, if you haven't already. Yes, it's, it's all good. That's that's what that's part of the fun that uh, that all this uh, that all this gaming brings to life. Hey, have so. you seen firsthand while we're talking about? You know, we're kicking off the show talking arcade one ups. Yep. Have you seen the Star Wars one? Oh, in person? I, yeah. I, I oh, have. No, 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 not in person. But oh, okay. I've I've seen it on social media and on the internet quite a bit. I've seen people who have it. I've seen uh, one or two YouTube videos, like reviews on it. I hadn't seen any of those. It actually looks. It actually looks pretty good. The pic- the. the the still pictures I've seen, I haven't yeah. seen any videos. It, it looks good physically. I'm just wondering how the yoke and stuff worked out. Well, I, I won't have firsthand experience on that um, in, unless I can unless I can go to somebody's house who has one because I doubt I, I doubt I'm really going to be a customer for the Star Wars one personally. Yeah. But it but. I commend Arcade One Up on continuing to crank these things out like they are. Well, they're doing the they're doing pinball games now. Yes, too. yeah, oh, man. That, that I, I saw some yeah. stills of CES and uh, uh, Arcade they, they One had Up had me up until the pinball. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they let's see Arcade One Up has I think it's some Williams Valley titles. 
Eagles. Yeah, you, I, you're going to force me to but, look this but up. But then there's a, a another company that is doing the Gottlieb titles. So like Bone Busters, and I guess Teed Off. And, gotcha. And, and that, you know, the it seemed like the list that I saw, well, I was going to say it was a lot of System 1 type games, but there was also uh, Haunted House. Yes, I do remember seeing that as well. I can't recall which company that was, but it just seems like now all of a sudden we're into these home version, digital versions of pinball. Of pinball, yeah, because yeah. it's not just arcade one up; it's it's a couple companies at yeah. this point. It, it is, and and I will say this: uh, I mean, arcade one up. To me, it kind of started a bit as as a as a joke. I hate to say it because it's like, okay, come on, really, is and, that even viable? And and I, Whitney, in all honesty, I thought the same thing because yeah. the format was new, but it, the concept wasn't exactly. And, and honestly, I thought it was going to be another one of those. Okay, this is hot for the Christmas season, uh-huh. and there are going to be a couple, and that's and then it. It's going to fetter out, yeah, and, that's and, it. and then it's actually going to be its its own self self fueling joke is what it's going to wind up being but you know something i i have to give credit where credit is due they have they, they have actually stuck with it now they're going to be doing a burger time theme cabinet and if you if you hop on their website i mean they've got of course the, the teenage mutant ninja turtles they have a mortal combat theme cabinet I mean, they have just really continued to expand their their offering here and i, I am i'm impressed did you and, find a um, a list of the pin games no i haven't yet I, i'm still looking for that but that's that's not i just yet. hit arcade one up.com and i see the burger time cabinet yep now the funny thing is is the the gentleman that they have pictured with it it makes it almost it's a perspective trick or he's relatively short or the cabinet's big because well it's got four sticks on it, it yeah it's got four sticks well because there's it's there's like karate champ and, and a few other games, okay. bad dudes and a few other games on it but it's probably on the riser i mean the riser for it actually looks pretty but decent well and then i think it's extra wide from the four sticks because uh, likely when, so. when you yeah. look at it say this say this this guy is average you know five seven five eight yeah you know which is probably actually even short by today's average uh it, it looks bigger than a cabaret, but slightly smaller than an upright, but much larger than, than the current offerings. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, what's interesting on this is that the selection of games for this Burger Time cabinet is really, uh, it, it's it, it's an eclectic it's, it, it's an eclectic group of games because it's Burger Time, Karate Champ, Caveman Ninja, Bad Dudes, and maybe one one other. It looks like it might be obscured by the the riser. I can't, I can't see mm-hmm. the the wording on it. Uh, but ultimately, it is a, a kind of odd selection of games to put into a Burger Time themed cabinet when so much of the cabinet is, or 99% of the cabinet is dedicated to Burger Time artistically. But ultimately, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure RK One Up they they knows they know what they're doing. So I, obviously they're 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 making money at it. It was so Arcade One Up. We're going to let it run. It was Arcade One Up that was doing some of the virtual pins, right? Because I don't see. I see arcade cabinets on their site. Yeah, in they, they yes, answer to that's yes. I don't see any but pinball. I, I don't know that they've been released yet because it was a CES announcement. Okay. So maybe it just hasn't made it to the website because gotcha. the commercial availability is not not there yet. So anyway, so didn't mean to capitalize and and turn uh, boom shakalaka <laughs> into arcade one up talk, but ultimately it, it's it is relevant just because I, I see a lot of friends that I've got on Facebook and things like that 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 I mean they're they're digging into these things they like them, and so there's there's definitely got to be something there 
It looks like, uh, let's see, the Haunted House Black Hole Cabinet is already on Walmart.com. It's $399.99 U.S. And it's got, let's see, El Dorado, Black Hole, Going Nuts, Jack's Open, Centigrade 37. And so Jack's, <laughs> Jack's Open and Centigrade 37 uh, were uh, EM games, and they seem to be. I, I hear those names a lot, so I believe those are more popular, uh, a, a classic Gottlieb EMs, and then another EM called Big Shot. But I, I could have sworn there was one that had what was one of the other games? Not teed off. What was one I said earlier? Um, mm. uh, Maybe I didn't catch it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I could have swore there was a. F- Th- those those titles didn't ring a bell. It seemed like I recall some other titles as well that were on that platform. Like there was more than just one off. Oh, oh, Bone Busters. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Bone yeah, Busters. Yeah. You said that. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, I apologize. That, you're right. Gottlieb. I don't know. It was. Well, who was the company? Let me look back at Walmart because it was an arcade one up. It was. Let's see here. Toy Shock. Never. Oh, oh, oh. This actually it? says 12 in one Gottlieb titles here. Oh, well, let me hit the little, let me hit the, the thing to go over to the other images. Class of 1812, Bone Busters, Haunted House, Victory, uh, Lights, Camera, Action, and TX Sector. So those are the 12 games that are on this one cabinet for 400 bucks. Okay. All right. Well, game for game. I mean, that's dollar cost average that out. It's that's not a bad deal. I'll just be quite honest with you. I don't know that any of those really appeal to me to pry $400 out. So <laughs> that that's that, especially in, in that format. So I, would I love to see it and see how they do see how it's presented and see how it's done and see their take on it for sure. Am I going to move something out of my game room to have that in? I kind of doubt it. So the, the, it just, but it's overall, I'm sure it's good for gaming. I was going to say for me, the mini part of this, that being that it's small, that, that just, that doesn't do it for me, uh, but I'd be more inclined to consider it if it was really good emulation. And even if it was four fifths f- full size or something like that, you know? Yeah. But, but then again, I'm not the market for the market for this. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 the same for me. But hey, man, they they're gonna say hey, Arcade One Up's gonna do NBA Jam. I, I'm I'm very seriously gonna consider it and give it a look. See, so you know that bringing bringing that all full circle. But it is it is interesting how they how this has just gotten very prolific very quickly and how it's spread and how so many people are latching on to it so who knows at some point that that may we may see basement rooms full of arcade <laughs> one-ups and that's that well, with, and virtual pinball with the initial launch when it was pac-man and the handful of games that they had maybe there was three or four yeah i, I recall early on because now there was pac-man it seemed like there was a or was the Galaga on the pack. So they're definitely. Maybe. It was Pack, Miss Pack, Galaga, then maybe Centipede and something else. Then there was the Vector one, which was. Head Tempest. Tempest. Major Havoc was on it. Yep. Yeah. So there was like four others. of them out there. And yeah. I remember looking at some early review videos, and it was people that already had a mini arcade of all of them sitting there. So 
Um, I, I could see, like you said, maybe eventually if you're already in so far, you're going to go ahead and keep, yeah. keep the theme and end up with a whole basement. Full of yeah, I know. Things, yeah. But. It's kind of, kind of cool for, from that regard. So, but, any, but Brent, I have not bought any arcade one ups yet. So I have, I don't have that to report in my, <laughs> in my updates for the month. But, so, uh, what about your updates? Because I'm sitting here in, in the lavish. And when I say lavish, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking lavish. Lavish, okay, the lavish podcasting studio. You've got two getaways I do. behind you. Yes, I yeah, do. That are in varying states of something. of something. <laughs> tear down, tear down, repair, build up, whatever. So I, it looks like you've been busy on those. If nothing, I else. have been. Yeah. So uh, you know what? Actually, let me even back up a step. Okay. To uh, kind of let everybody know how this show is going to roll. Oh, okay. Because it, it's going to come out a little different than a standard show. And it seems like, uh, which is fine. Our last few have been kind of this kind way. Kind of non-standard, which yeah. Is, which is just fine. Yeah. And also to give new listeners of the show an idea as to what's going to go on here. So generally in this initial segment of the show, Whitney and I just banter and catch up and, hey, this is what we've got going on. And then we get into either some technical segments. Whitney's trying to bankrupt me, spend my money in later segments. <laughs> Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Talk about things in the industry. This show, uh, we're kicking off with, uh, I guess, Arcade One-Up Talk. <laughs> yeah, unintentional, <laughs> but, but unintentional. yes. Well, that's how unintentional is like 80% of our show, <laughs> Whitney, is which, is, which is why it's so endearing, yeah. I guess. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to touch it, you know, do our kind of our catch up and everything right here in the front of the show. Uh, we're all going to talk about where we're going to be next. Uh, and then we're going to roll into interview an interview with uh, the organizers of Louisville Arcade Expo. Mm-hmm. So we sat down with them and uh, had a great discussion. Yeah. There's some awesome things that are coming to the show this year. Yep. And it actually went a lot longer than I thought that it would because if we, oh, I it, knew it was going to go long. Well, if, if we sit it's down, us. well, that's, that's true. But if we sit down and, and just kind of walk through a laundry list of show, show, let's say organization topics and ideas and things like that, you, you think, okay, that's maybe 20 to 30 minutes, but no, we, we actually had a, a much deeper conversation, a much more interesting conversation mm-hmm over the course of an hour plus, and we talked about a lot uh, about the show, uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I, this is their 10th anniversary, and they're bringing a lot to their 10th anniversary show. Uh, it's the, the the things that are being tweaked and changed and, and showcased, it's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, it really so is. So it's like the same old show, yet it's an entirely new show. Exactly. Make sure you give it a listen. There's still time to come into Louisville if you haven't made plans. By the time this gets uh, to air, you'll have well more than a month to to stabilize your plans. So uh, Whitney and I will be there. We're as we we are every year to support mm-hmm. the show, oh, yeah. and you know the the plans is as usual to give live color commentary, live streaming from the show floor Friday and Saturday night, and you know it's going to be us and whoever else we can get a hold of, and, and not only is it oh just, I've got a couple ideas oh, already, <laughs> yeah yeah, and I'm I'm actually reaching out to a couple folks uh, oh, as, good. as of as of just a couple of days ago, so I and I'll talk to you about it because this is the first time we've caught up, yep. but I've got two people right off the top of my head that that i'd like to that i'd like to see get on with us 
when we live stream. R- so. Random thought. I just reached into my jacket pocket and yeah. I have a broke the broken head off of a Bally drop target. How did that how did that <laughs> happen? I, did you just pick that up that, walking that, by that or something my, or what? I've I have uh, replaced a Bally drop target and some, at some point the, in the in the past. The, 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 the top of it ended up in the pocket of this coat. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, you definitely Louisville Arcade Expo. It's coming up. Whitney, what are the the dates? Do you have that? Uh, oh man! So look that up real quick. So I anyway, am, I am so sorry. Yeah. So we'll right, be, we'll me, definitely be that. at the show. That's coming up. Like I said, by the time you hear this, you'll have a good month to go ahead and lock your plans in. You have to come to Louisville Arcade Expo. That's all I can say. Yeah, it, it's it's so much fun. You know, instead of just looking it up, let me look at the calendar. It doesn't. The, the calendar is really what matters. Louisville, LouisvilleArcade.com. Yeah, it, it's and it's uh, March Friday, March sixth, Saturday the seventh, and Sunday March eighth. So it's always always the first weekend of March. So that's it. Like I said, and we'll be there. So anyway, after after this segment, we'll go into that discussion with the the Louisville Arcade Expo organizers Mm -hmm. and and talk through the show. And then we're going to close out the show with (laughs) more more fun than we should have had. Total pandemonium. (laughs) And this was a segment (laughs) that we recorded in November of 19. At uh, Grand Ole Game Room Expo. Yeah. And it's kind of their flavor or the Grand Ole Game Room Expo's flavor of uh, the, you know, podcasters. After uh, dark. After dark. Yeah. After hours. Yes. And it's uh, myself, Whitney, and Jay Patrick from Podcast World. Oh, and and we love Jay Patrick in in in, in the show and in, in Adam. I, I mean, I love both of those guys to death. I lift. I listen to them religiously. I love their show. I listen to it just very, 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 very steady listener. And I, I just wish they could get up to Louisville more often because I have so much fun when either of them show up on our show. I tell you that panel was it was hilarious down oh it was the best one of hands down not one of hands down the best freeform panel i have ever been on it it was so much fun you had your golden girls t-shirt on and in that that when you sat down and you had that on i was like here we go so (laughs) (laughs) it i started out my intention was to try to get Whitney Uh and that's almost a thing because you can't ever get Whitney. Whitney's just, he's a rock. I appreciate that. Thank you. And when we were, we weren't 10 minutes, 15 minutes in JP had approached me about an idea he had. Uh And I was, I had convinced myself (laughs) within the first 15 minutes that JP was playing both sides down the middle Uh and that my, my, messing with Whitney had stalled and Whitney and he had, cause I conspired with JP uh-huh. and I thought he and JP and Whitney conspired and now they're against me. Uh, yeah, and exactly. Is, is... And then it turned out that none of it was true. <laughs> no. Oh, it was, it was great. It was, it, it was, I, it was great. I threatened your life. Yeah. I was just like, and you know something? I, I think I've missed my calling. I really should have been, I really should have been, let's say like a, a, a I don't know, a foreign liaison to, to some other international con- country or something, because I, I've got a, I've got a decent poker face. Oh, you do. Yeah. I, I, I Unbeknownst to me, none of us had conspired other than the thing I was 
which you have to listen to the show. You yeah. have to listen to it. Yeah, it was great. But I thought it had turned on me. Yeah, yeah it was. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it was all from the cup. Yeah, and then later on in later on in that segment, Kale Hernandez from Marco Pinball, Marco Specialties, he wanders in and sets down just because he saw that it was going on and decided that it looked like it might be fun for him to do. <laughs> and Kale Kale just kind of moseys in, sets down, and then it all replays all it, over it for Kale. And, and then watch, well, listening to Kale, and trust me, if you were there to see it, it was great, but you're going to get it all through the audio. You'll get every single oh. bit of it through the audio. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. And on top of that, I learned a new magic trick. Did, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so it was good. That, that's going to ha- that's gonna round the show out for this month, and I, I really... <laughs> I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy that. Yes, but, yes. So yeah, like I said, we'll lead it off, and yeah. then we're gonna we're gonna take you all into the expo, uh, the Little Arcade Expo uh, interview, and then we're gonna leave you with the grand old game room pandemonium. Yeah. So. And one thing I will say before we get into our updates, Brent, just a couple things for housekeeping. Uh, if everything works to plan next month, we will have our last panel from the Grand Ole Game Room Expo, and that's going to be Steve Nutter uh, from uh, Retro RGB, and he did a CRT slash PVM kind of masterclass, what he called a masterclass, and it was it was more so on on the history of the CRT and that that entire format and its relevance to the to the console gaming industry, and he has a lot of good uh, insight on uh, PVM hunting if you're a retro console aficionado and things like that it's it's a very technical talk but it's it's an interesting and educational talk as well and then over the course of the next couple of months we do have some upcoming panels uh from the portland retro gaming expo audio from a few uh from a few panels there and then i'm also working on uh, a a one-to-one interview that i did with uh, rich lint from this old game when i was in portland uh for prge so we've got we've got a fair amount of uh, guest audio still still to go so yeah so it's working working well cool so you asked whitney about the two getaways behind me yes and i know i've talked to you about these things over the years uh i had to have mentioned it on the show uh-huh. oh yeah, the yeah. Last, I, think, I think a couple of times actually i mean we, the show is at this point whitney six years old uh almost let, almost, let me it, I, I can tell you actually brent getaway's been mentioned one two three <laughs> four five we've mentioned getaway on five, five separate episodes show. okay yeah so I, I've had these for it's same for me and Zookeeper. Yeah. So trust me, it's yeah, it's just it for is. quite some time. Yeah, and what's kept me from working on them was I, I knew that if I was going to do one, I was going to do both. If I'm going to go ahead and break one down and I've got one apart, it just makes sense to me to go ahead and and do both at the same time and just just knock everything out. You know why take one apart and then do the exact same thing over again. And uh oh, Whitney, you look something wrong. Almost six and a half years, Brent. Oh, I thought it was six years. Yeah, yeah. Al- almost six and a half years. Yeah. So in September, were, in September, were, it's seven years. You were shying away, and I we're actually over six years. I, it 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 took me by surprise, actually, which is a testament to time. Yep. it really is. But anyway, so so and no no segue meant there, but <laughs> yeah, keep on going. Um. So yeah, that it was just it was just okay. When am I going to dedicate the time? to taking these because I can't do it in my shop. The uh-huh. shop is is yeah. is just sized, maybe just 
too small to actually do a single pinball. I can put a pinball in there. I can put a, a, a small like card table in there. And then between the card table and my workbench, you're done. I can, I can, I have enough room just to get around it, mm-hmm. have a little space to work, like do anything electronic and then be able to stack all the parts as they come off. Yeah. And it, I kind of trade space because I'll, I'll go to get all the electronics working before I break the game down. Yeah. Yep. And so I could use the bench for that. And then when I finally get all that working and I break the game down, then parts can go on the bench and take up that space. Gotcha. No way I could do two games in there. Yeah. And so that means they have to come out here in the middle of the floor in my main game room. And then I'll put a bigger table out to, to put all the parts on. And it's, it's been a, I don't want to visit this twice and do them on two separate occasions. Yeah. I'd much rather do them side by side. Oh, because, it's the best way to go. Yeah, because yeah. my my feeling is is I could probably instead of spending X time on one and X time on the other, I could probably spend X and one half X total. Yeah, and one, save one point five X and get two done and be done. That's yeah, exactly, exactly two right. done. That, yep. That's my my thought, my mm-hmm. hope. Yep. So I finally decided it's time to just to get these these things out of the garage and and bring them in here and man. I've looking at them that they came from an operator Mm -hmm. and they probably weren't far off route. Mm -hmm. I've had them probably close to eight years, I'd say. And, you know, they, they, I do not believe they've ever been apart. And I had mentioned to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd mentioned to you at one point in time, uh, before we started recording that one of them, I was like, why is all the GI out? Yeah. And it was like, yeah. okay, my connector's good. All the all the basics are there. My fuse is good. You know, what what's going on? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. There's oh, that one's on. That one lamp is on. Oh, well, there's 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 another lamp buried. Okay, oh, there's a couple lamps on. And then as I get looking, all the other lamps, save for like two or three individual bulbs, they're all burned out. The games have basically, as best I can tell, like I said, really never been apart and they're dirty enough to kind of kind of bear that out i mean they're they're pretty dirty games yeah so thus far it's honestly it's been trying to get all the electronic stuff sorted out uh one of them the beacon because they've got a beacon on the top it's uh it looks like a, a police siren it's a red light same thing it's on the top of high speed and then f14 has like the three beacons the the red white and blue it's the same type of a deal but they've just got a single red it's got a single red beacon just like yeah. high speed has yep, yep. couldn't get one of them to work and there's a, a like a satellite board that's driven off the MPU and that satellite board is driven by a driver, excuse me, on the driver board. And that satellite board switches the 12 volt because the motor's 12 volt and the little lights, 12, volt, all <laughs> this. So I'm switching all this stuff around. And it's like all the individual components work and did it. And, and I finally traced it all back and it was just plugged in wrong and at the driver. That's just so, solid. That's just solid. stuff like that, you yeah. know, and. And, and doesn't it just make you want to throw a wrench I was just, and just walk away? <laughs> yeah. 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 So I've had the MPUs, MPUs out and I've done remote battery holders. I was fortunate that there was no corrosion right on the boards. But I did find that at one point in time, a battery had leaked and it had gotten into like the header for the switch matrix, which is right below. Yeah. So it had dripped yeah. on the header. And it had dripped on the connector, but the board itself was untouched. Okay. And, you know, well, why is why am I having switch matrix problems? Why is this, ro- oh, wait a minute, pull the connect, trace it all back. Wire's not broke. Let's pull the connect. 
oh my gosh, it's got <laughs> junk in it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So just working through all that kind of fun stuff. And I'm right now at the point where all the electronics is working in both games. Okay. Uh, so they boot and they play. Oh yeah, they boot and they'll play. Yeah, you know the uh, I recapped the soundboards in both games when I had the MPU out. There's a couple caps on it. You know, just th- just kind of housekeeping type stuff. Yeah, and uh, um, so now I'm at the point of I'm going to do LEDs. Mm-hmm. So I've got my little kit out here. I've talked about it on the show in the past. I do like you. I use Coin Taker LEDs. Oh yeah. Now the ones I favor. I I just tend to use just the frosteds or the Uh supers. Yeah, yeah. And then I know you tend to use the the two LED. That that's the two LED. Yeah, the the two LEDs are the ones that I that I kind of settled on. I guess is the best way to say it. Now, is the two LED the ones that were in the when Stern started LEDing? Yes. So they've got the conventional base. The, the conventional base, but then they they have the the flat plastic cap that 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 has the like like the the I guess kind of like the the little wrinkle finish going around the the base of the cap. No, and, that's not the, like and, with and Stern. Pretty, you're that's not the one Stern had because I've got two LEDs right here, and they've got a dome cap like a frosted with two LED, but it's clear. It's clear. Okay. Yeah. What you're talking about. Um, the 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 cap is like faceted. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost got like a a wrinkle, kind of a crinkle finish yeah, to it, yeah. and it it spreads the light out really well. That that's I what I think that's of what, what I've settled called. on. I'll have to look it up on their site. So real quick. what I do is um, I've got a little little box with little um, like a organizer box. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six little bins in it, and in the first two the first two I've got supers, then frosteds, and then the second two I have the two LED stern style so the supers are there's no little cap on them and it's got i can't i can't think of the led size but it's a larger it's a larger server smat led with no little cap and then one bin of each of these flavors is the 47 bayonet base and the mm-hmm. other's the 55 base yeah and i've got one of each base of each color of the supers frosted in two led and, and then i keep uh, a handful of the uh, um they must be in another box. And I need to go check that before I order. But the, uh, what's the LED with the? Uh, um, it's kind of got the. Are they just flex? They call them flex. I think Coin Taker calls them. It's, the LED itself is like on a flexible it's, stalk. It's, it's like on. It's almost like a little pipe cleaner stalk yeah. or something. So you can yeah. flex it around and yes. it moves. So you can you can fit it around and up like inside an insert or something. Yes. I need. I, I'm to, looking at their site right now, and they have got. Hang on. For so anyway, like I said, I keep this kit around. And when I go through and I pick out my LEDs, I can say, okay, well, this is a uh, 555 base. Do I want this? uh, Do I want a super? Do I want a frosted, which has got the the frosted dome on it? Or do I need it kind of bright? Do I want a two LED? And I just pull the the ones out I want to test, stick them in it with the game and turn the game on and and check it out, make a decision and make a note. You make a note. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I apologize. The ones that that I went with were, they're called the the premium non-ghosting. That's it. So they're the ones that... um, the, the the two LED premium non-ghosting, they're the ones with the flat cap with the faceted side that okay. goes around it. Uh-huh. I went with the non-ghosting because I was putting mine into uh, machines that were not LED to begin with, and, and you, I just didn't want it. I didn't just want didn't, want, it. Yeah, the, I didn't want to have any problems. With the WPC games, there's code patches. If you've got a programmer, 
there's code patches available for the games. Actually, I need to check Outrun. I, I I can't imagine. I know there's one for Adams and several games. I can't imagine as popular as Outrun is or was. Or get, get away. Or get away. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That um, Outrun. Yeah. Uh, Getaway. As popular as Getaway was, I can't imagine that there's not a code patch for it as well. But it addresses the ghosting on a WPC game. Yeah. Very true. You don't have that luxury in a lot of other. In a lot of other yeah, games. You either need to get a non-ghosting uh, LED or one of the the, the add-on boards like the Ghostbuster, whatever yeah. they're deemed. Yeah. Add-on boards that stands in the middle. Yeah, that's right. Of like, the harness. There's there's one called uh, the LED OCD. That's board. it. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and that that is an intermediary board that will that I, from what I understand it softens the LEDs so that they don't they, they don't have that harsh off and on cycle they they have a more ramp oh, they'll up provide and it, that too okay. yeah it provides more of a ramp up ramp down cycle when anytime the LEDs are commanded on so anyway all of that is to say that there's a couple of different ways to solve the problem yeah. I chose to because I don't I don't have the LED OCD boards and honestly I LED'd both my ACDC and my Tron before those boards even hit the market. Yeah, before they even existed. So so when I actually order the LEDs for these games, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure I've got a color sample of all the flex LEDs. Yes. Uh, And, you know, I might as well go ahead and look at ordering... Uh, one each of the the uh, uh, ghost busting or the anti ghosting or I hate to say ghostbuster or ghost busting because I'm sure see it seems to me one of the LED they're, they're companies just called non ghosting non ghosting yeah that's it. it it seems to me one of the LED companies in the early days called them ghost busting okay the non their flavor of not. And it just seemed to me that that's probably gone away because eventually that became <laughs> yeah. a trademark thing. I'm sure that's, you know, that's the case. It, I mean, when I when I hear ghost busting, I don't think of I don't think of non ghosting LEDs. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it seemed like somebody called theirs ghost busting. Okay, maybe yeah. it was a blaze way back in the day, which is what Pinball Life carries or used to carry or so i don't know i don't know who it was but i'm like 90 percent sure one of the early vendors used that term well and it eventually went away it eventually went away well listen i i have nothing against comet i have nothing against the the other led vendors it's just that for every LED vendor and then the varieties that are within a given LED vendor, yes you can you can literally dilute yourself across hundreds of potential combinations of LEDs and I've just found it so much easier to just pick one and stick with it and and then stay within their lane and so I started with coin taker I just stick with coin taker because that's essentially everything that I have but so, I, I did much the same as you I ordered you know I, I ordered uh, 44s 47s and of all colors you know one or two bulbs of each color made myself up a kit so that I could swap stuff around what year yeah. did we we go to pinball expo 2014 2014 so coin taker was there that year they and were coin taker was really ramping up and kind of you know in my opinion they were becoming if not at that point the you know a significant force in the pinball led market yes very okay? yes true. highly regarded you know they were one of the one of and still are the leaders in, in in that space so i walked up to their booth and i said hey do you have I want a sample pack. I want to be able to make my own kits. And do you have a, you know, and I was kind of surprised they didn't. Do you have a a baggie that already has one of 
every color of every style each style that's right even if you have a baggie that's frosteds and supers or whatever was available yeah. in 2014 and yeah. they were like at the time they said no we don't I yeah said, that would be awesome so to do what what the gentleman did for me is he went through he had all their leds out there and i and i kind of to stay within reason uh-huh. i said i want a color a one of every color in both bases of this and this and he just went through and picked them out and made i, I basically made a good portion of what my kit is now yep and I've added other flavors over time over because time. between then and now, for example, they introduced that two LED non-frosted cap that Stern used mm-hmm. before they went to all the surface mount stuff that they have today. Yes, and that, that so that's what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. So that, that I've ordered those since and expanded mm-hmm. the kit, and I, yeah. I've. I thought there was, I must have another container in there because I'm out of little slots in this one that's got flexes in it because I knew I had some flexes somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But anyway, yeah, so. They've got the flex in both the, the 44 and the and 555. The f- five, five, five base. Yeah, the 555 base. I know yeah. I've got a few, so I, I need to go back and look. But nonetheless, yep. so yeah, I'm going through and I'm color matching now. And I, what I did there was I just made a copy of the, the lamp sheet out of the manual. And I, I talked about this the last time I did one, and it might have been Back to the Future. No, 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 no. It was Star Wars Episode One. I would take a little piece of painter's tape, and after I did the, the insert, I put a little piece of painter's tape over it. Well, what the trouble I ran into is up at the top of Episode One, if, anyone, if you're familiar with that game, you've got the... Uh, right in the very dead middle of the game, at the upper part of the play field... To the it's in the middle of the of the two ramps. You've got that big bash toy hole thing that you hit that interacts <laughs> with all the video modes. Yeah, and there's like a little star field area up there in an explosion, and I actually individually color matched to my taste each of the little pockets. So I didn't just go with like all red or all blue or excuse me all yellow or all white because each of the inserts were slightly different because of that overlaid explosion artwork. Then when I got the LEDs a couple weeks later or a week later, I couldn't remember which one went where. Oh. So what I did this time is I took a photo, made a photocopy of the, the, the uh, uh, lamp layout out of the manual for getaway. And then as I'm doing it, I'm, um, I'm marking it as done, and then I'm marking which lamp color and which type frosted or whatever goes in that position. Okay. And yep. then I can stick that in a file, and if I do a getaway somewhere down the road again, then I can just pull that out and I'm done. Yeah. Uh, just for, for my sanity. <laughs> well, you know, something that sounds a lot like, uh, not, not with lights, but what I have done is uh, I have taken in each one of my in each one of the manuals for the games that I own, I print out the rubber ring sheet and then I print out the, um, well, the light matrix. I've, I've got both of those printed out and then I laminate them and put them inside the game. Oh, so yes, you've yeah. got it handy. Uh-huh. So, and then I just put it right over to the right hand side, just right over by the coin bucket and it just lays there in the game. I, I just, what I do is I just punch a hole, I laminate the two sheets, punch a hole in them uh-huh. and then just, uh, use a little, a small little zip tie and then just zip tie it and cut it off. And then that way you pull one sheet out, you pull both sheets out and you can fold them over and you can look at one or the other, the back or the 
the front, and, and that way it just keeps you from hunting the manual on the game. There's a lot of the later DMD games yeah. uh, from several of the manufacturers, whether it be you know Williams Valley or even some of the Gottlieb's, and that had those sheets like as a big sticker. Oh yeah, okay. either on the back side of the light board in the head or in the bottom of the the belly of the cab or somewhere, and. It's helpful if those still exist after all these years, because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. right there, you know. Yeah, but. I, I get that. I get that. But like on on the Sam, let's say like the Sam Air games, where you did not have LED driver boards and and LEDs weren't surface mount underneath the playfield. Yeah. You're stuck in you're stuck in the form factor of the past with the technology of the future. So you still have to have all of that. It, it just it, you've got to have it handy. Yeah. So it, anyway, the the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to um, you, you mentioned the you know the sheet for all the rubber layout. I'm going to do the same thing and go through and uh, select all my rubber for for both games. Uh-huh. And, and I think I'm going to do Titan rubbers. Oh in yeah, them and go ahead and get that laid out. And speaking of like a sample set, I, I've used Titan a few times. We have talked about it on the show. I'm going to go ahead and order like. I don't know, inch size rings or some, something that's not too easily lost, but also won't take up a lot of space and just get a color sample, one of each color mm-hmm. in a ring mm-hmm. so that if, if I want to get really detailed and say, like I kind of did on Back to the Future, yeah. you know, I, the, 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 the left to the right is vastly different in the art and the theming. So there's different rubber colors up the one side of the playfield versus the versus other. The other, yeah. And if I got a color sample and I'm going to order them all from from Titan anyway, it I, I think it would be handy to have them all like on a D ring or something. Just lay it down. And say, okay, I want a gray here. I want a blue here. I want a yeah. You know, a translucent here. Yeah, yeah. And for as inexpensive as they are, yeah. it's it makes sense to have physical samples on hand yeah. to do that with and and i think titan is is a great way to go for for playfield rubbers because it, it just it seems like the material that they use you get in there you install that you go through the pain of swapping over to titans the silicone one time and then hopefully you can kind of put it off for a little yeah. while <laughs> you don't have to service those near as much as you I, would normal rubber you know getting ready for for family and stuff over at the end of the year I, i've done this i don't know how many times on adams because it's conventional rubber and i'll go through with a little naphtha on a rag and it's even as little as it gets played it's uh, white rubber yeah the, the, you see all the dirt oh yeah 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 and some of that if not honestly the majority of it is the ball impacting the the rings and starting to get a little dust and a little wear on the rubber itself uh-huh. and that just generates that and some of the mechanics and yeah you know dirt in the environment and all that yeah i don't really notice that as much on on like back to the future or star wars where i've got silicone exactly rings. yeah i think I, just don't. I, I think it helps just overall just keeps the game a bit cleaner too yeah so anyway that's kind of the plans with it and yeah, I'm just uh, next up is that point that where I think I'm going to save time, but I'm dreading, which is I, I'm going to they're going to get spread out across this basement, yeah. across the game room on tables. And I'm just going to physically break them down, get them good and clean, tumble all the hardware. It's going to be some big, you know, I've, I've already got lists of parts. It's going to be some big Marco order, <laughs> yeah. hopefully just an order. Hopefully yeah. I can get it all. Yeah. And uh, um, just 
you know, make them as good as I can. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. Well, they're fun games. So, and I think you're telling me your goal is to is to sell both of them, then, right? Yeah, I, I've decided I was going to keep one, and it just the other day it just hit me. It's like. I thought it would be cool to have high speed and then high speed two to get away sitting yeah. down here next to each other. Yeah. But it, it's back to that space thing and space is a premium. Do I want to keep it just cause I think it'd be cool to have the two. Do I, or what would go if yeah, you wanted to keep would, that? Cause I, I've got some other, other games that I'd still like to get my tales from the crypt down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I ever come across, there's a couple titles that, that I don't own that I would like to own. I still want a Mustang. I really like roller coaster tycoon. Mustang's a good game. And if, if I come across one of those here in the next couple of years, a show or something, you know, I'm just, I'm yeah, I could sell get a getaway later. And yeah. I don't know. It just, it just seems like, you know, I, I'm not going to be upset if they're gone. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, it. I have no, I have no actual attachment to them. Yeah. Yep. So I, I think, I think what's going to end up happening is, is I, I know, the firepower is going to go to Louisville Arcade Expo, and what I what I envision doing now is I'll take both getaways, yeah. and, and I'll put them far apart in the game room. I I don't think it would be very interesting for somebody to walk into Louisville Arcade Expo and, and see like, two of them for sale, two side of them for sale side. side by side. That yeah. just seems kind of weird, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so I'll. But I have a feeling that both of them are going to end up up there. Yeah, I, just, I got you. Just kind of get them out of my way, move them on. Yeah, two sitting side by side is probably a good way to sell neither one of yes. them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, quite honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally get that. And then other than that, man, I just wanted to mention a couple of things that I, I know we're uh, a ways away from Christmas, but I don't think you had seen this. And I know we hadn't talked about it on the show. I brought it out and it's sitting there next to you, Whitney. Uh, I got this for Christmas. It's a Connects, K-N-E-X, Connects, that... Uh, <laughs> kind hey, of that, rattles good. Yeah, kind of, uh, I, I'm sure most people are familiar with Connects. It's a building toy, and uh, it, there's there's several kits and sets. They've been around for ever at this point. A- anyway, they did a motorized Pac-Man roller coaster. So it's um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen one put together in a while. I'd say it's probably maybe 20 by 20 the overall footprint of it yeah let me take a look if it's see if it has an assembled size on there so you put it together and it's uh the ghost monsters if i recall correctly from the store display are static but then the 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 car of the roller coaster is pac-man correct and then it self kind of reloads itself on a you know mo- it's motorized so then it reloads itself at the top of the hill and then it free runs the roller coaster then reloads and runs so once you build it it's a active yet static toy it doesn't require any interaction and i thought it would be kind of cool uh, so i asked for that for uh, christmas from a family member put that together and just have it kind of here in the in the game room at some point yeah so i'm looking i mean it, it's everything you describe it, it looks like it would be great just to have running just to create a little bit of ambience uh, mm-hmm. in, inside the game room uh, 400 432 pieces so that's uh that's actually it's actually going to be be a commitment on the build but it would be fun no doubt about it i mean most of it's track let, let's face it yeah that, that's what that's what a lot of your 432 is and it's but. not super expensive right now there's a link in the show notes i'm a, hopefully it'll still be active but it's 1997 oh that's not bad on amazon well and here's the chance interesting on the website the website is basicfun.com that, that's that's what's on the back of the packaging so 
Uh, and then other than that, another thing to mention is like, if you look there to your left, Whitney on the Gorf, there's a little box. I'm making Whitney flip around. This is, this okay, is the part of the show where Whitney has to work. My, um, my aunt had yes. this made for me. So open that up. And uh, I swear nothing's going to pop out of it. Okay, it's, I was just finding the top. I was, <laughs> he's looked at all sides of it eight times. Uh-oh, something fell out of it. Something else fell out of it. I don't even remember. Was there something else in there? Um, I, I saw two things hit the ground. It, it looks like maybe a... Might be a power cord or USB uh, it's cord. A it's a power dad, USB power dad. Okay, well okay. then the, the another thing fell out. There must be a cord underneath your feet, underneath the actual table. Because I, I think there was an, I think I put the adapter in it. There was an adapter in it. Okay, I and found it. You Hang found on. a cord. Okay. So this is a little. Uh, that would be a remote control. Oh, so, okay. It's so a remote this, control. This looks like a hanging LED sign. It is. Yes. So it's a backlit LED sign that my aunt had made for me. I don't know, Whitney, what would you say? That's probably about 10 by 6 or 7. Oh, yeah. It says Brent's Arcade on yeah. it. That's really cool. Yeah. RGB LED strip in it, you know, edge lit so you can change the colors. And it's really, it's neat. Yep. There we go. Yeah. And yep, it's kind of got that blocky 80s kind of font. Yeah, kind of arcade font to it. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So I got to, I'll find a place for that. And I've, I've actually been kind of putting together, I've teased this forever things to kind of hang in the game room like wall art to kind of add to as no, you said earlier we're, we're in the same spot yeah. actually yeah. and I, I don't have a lot yeah. i just i've I mentioned it before i've got these low ceilings and but but i'll figure it out i've got a stairwell here and i think once i get through the getaways my project is going to be figuring out some led strip lighting to get a little light in there and then start to actually put some artwork and make this stairwell a little bit more interesting. And one of the things I'm going to put up is a, a good friend of the show and a good friend of mine had gifted me a few things at Christmas. And one of those things was a Back to the Future laser disc. So <laughs> it, I've got a laser disc player and a bunch of laser discs. Oh, but nice. yeah, uh, I don't, I, 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 think he was aware oh, i just mentioned it was jim hale you know oh, yeah. i was trying I to say i figured it was, I figured yeah. it was going to be jim yeah but what i did with this particular laser disc is uh, i stopped into hobby lobby which if you're not familiar with the hobby lobby it's a it's a craft and hobby chain uh here in the u.s and i don't think it's all the way across the u.s but at least it's in our area and they they do a lot of picture frames so it was nothing to walk in and pick up find and pick up a uh, an album frame because a laser disc is 12 inches and the 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 sleeve is it's basically the same same dimensionally as a classic vinyl record vinyl album okay so i just i went and got a couple album frames because i had another album that i wanted to hang and uh, uh, put it in an album frame and that'll be something that'll eventually make its way most likely like I said here into this stairwell as I start to add kind of like arcade game room and retro themed kind of pieces to that space make it a little bit more interesting gotcha so. yep but anyway so yeah that was uh, uh, a couple things I wanted to mention the connects thing is pretty cool and I would I would suggest uh, people check that out if you got a space for it or just want to do something with your kids and or just want to do something for yourself, you know, it's, it's inexpensive and it's it, the light. Like I said, I saw one put together in a store, a store display and I was like, man, that's, I like that. Yeah. I want one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that, that's, and the that's price is right. Good. You can't beat the money for that. 
So that, yeah, that's kind of my month, Whitney. It's been uh, uh, just playing a lot of catch up, just with stuff around the house, and I've had some construction going on here at the house. I'm sure you noticed it when you come in. Yeah, had a lot of stuff done out in the property that took a lot of time. And um, arcade game room wise, it's uh, mainly it's mainly been getaway. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> so. no, I, I get it. I mean, for for me. Uh, it's, it's funny to, funny to hear you kind of talk about that aspect of game room art and things like that, because I have Brent over the years, I have been what I can only now call. I have been essentially sandbagging game room decor. It, I, I've, I've never hung it up. I've never put it up. I've never, uh, you know, I've had grand plans for it, but it's, it, I just never have made the, the time or I guess the effort, the concentrated effort to get it on the wall because what I had done uh, with my game room on what I would consider version one of my game room or the first run at my game room, I painted it. It looks nice. And I just, I just hung a few arcade related posters and then stacked my game in there and called it a day. It's a game room. It's a game room. Bam. And, and yeah, bam. And I really kind of regret that now because I, I didn't take the time to really kind of quote deck it out and make it a, make it, make it kind of a destination experience, I guess it was, it was, it was nice. It had the paint, had the carpet and everything in the games, but, it, but when it was all lit up, it just felt a little, it just felt a little flat, a little, I ster- guess, sterile. A, a little sterile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So what I have, uh, what I've done, uh, through all, uh, tragedy and adversity comes opportunity. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll say it that way is as I am you never now, let a tragedy go to waste. And you never let a tragedy go to waste or a crisis, go, crisis to waste. go to waste. Yes. You never you. let a crisis yes. go to waste. So what, what I'm doing is I'm now slowly getting my, my game room kind of, uh, out of mothballs, so to speak. And when I say out of mothballs, what I'm what I'm really meaning is uh, getting the game room back to the point where it's a game room instead of a makeshift storage room while all the construction uh, was going on in my house over the past year is uh, is I have decided to take the time and instead of just put the games back, I am uh, kind of hitting the pause button on putting the games back and I'm moving the games around so that so that I can have access to the walls. And Brent, I am righting the wrong and I am I am redoing the game room decor top to bottom. Okay, so number one is I have finally I've had it for a year and it just now made it on the wall two weeks ago. But I finally mounted my jumbo run DMD clock that uh that we got from uh, dan debuchet mm-hmm. and a, a year ago and uh that thing is awesome i mean it is absolutely fantastic and if if anybody is is ever considering a run dmd clock dan is a great guy to go to because uh he has he has literally made the run dmd a turnkey experience uh, the the firmware and the software that for the animations that has become very stable now. Uh, you know, there's no new DMD games, so there's it's not like you have to update the clock as as new animations are made because they're they're not because the I think the last DMD game was actually Ghostbusters I if I'm not mistaken. Think it was, yeah because then right after that the that it was, it was Game of Thrones and then Ghostbusters yeah, if I'm not mistaken because that that was the first. No, no, no. That was the second Spike, Spike game. Spike game, yes. And then um, I think in the first Spike game was... WWE. And then in WWE in the premium, didn't they have a toy that had like a video screen? Yeah, on so, the play field. Yeah, yeah so on that, the play field. And the Ecto goggles on the 
Premium and LE Ghostbusters was, as I understand, the first run at using Spike to do video, yeah. which then went into the where the DMD is now, exactly. The now, so so due to all of that, the the most recent updates to the Run DMD clock have got Kiss and Game of Thrones and Ghostbusters, and then after that, it's kind of done. It's it's kind of just so i guess a, ours a system that I'm pretty runs. sure yeah i've seen ghostbusters on oh i've seen ghostbusters on mine uh, as yeah well. yeah so yeah. it should be the, as current as it can get and, and i've checked it and as far as the firmware version and then the the um the dmd image version yeah dan's got it what we got was the latest version of both and so it, it runs and cycles through i mean it's a very it's a huge clock and i've i've now found a place in the game room very prominent to install it it, it looks fantastic so I'm really happy with that. And I am slowly but surely making my way around the game room and I'm installing uh, some some of the lit frames that I bought from uh, from Brad Hunter as well as the swap boxes that I bought off of Pinside what two or three years ago and never put up. So Brent, I've got a I've got a lot of translites to put up <laughs> in my game room, okay? And and I'm 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 backfilling that with uh, some of the swap boxes again that I bought. Uh, Pinside Forum uh, member Blimpy, he was making those and selling those a while back, and I bought a handful of those from him. And then I've also bought uh, a handful of lit frames from Brad Hunter as well. And slowly but surely, I'm getting all of my translites put up. And, and I've got to say, they're awesome. <laughs> I mean, they look so good. They really do. And I've got a picture in the show notes, and I I, I will put a picture up on Facebook and, and tweet it once once I've got them all up because it, it's actually a sight to behold to see all these translites lit up it's 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 sweet and how so, many tron uh three they did three they tron. did they did three translites for tron yes exactly and uh there's there was the uh the three what, what was your, called your the game 3D, came with all of them right uh my game came with two of the three okay yeah it and so the one that it did not come with was the original translite which was the 3d lenticular translite okay that one i had to go find and and i had to get that second secondary market off of pin side but then the other two uh the clue translite and then what's called the the, the ladies translite or the chicks tra- <laughs> i hate that word <laughs> chicks but the ladies translite I've seen it both ways on pin side. Uh, my game did come with both of those. So, so I've got, so those. you must have the lenticular in your game because exactly. it looks like you've got the clue and the ladies one in your, in the, in a display box. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and Brent's referring to the show notes and I, I put some pictures in just to help him visualize it as we're talking about it. And then I'll, I'll cherry pick a few photos and make sure that they get up on social media and stuff like that. And then uh, I've also, there's also a, a third, um, a third item that I'm working on. It's a, it's an, LED uh, sign that uh, purchased from Dan Debuchet as well. It, it's a 3D, it's a color LED sign that that does rolling animations. And Brent, you've got one as well. And I I, I bought mine after I saw yours. And, oh, and oh contacted the one that I've Dan. got hanging yes, in the stairwell. Exactly. Yeah, okay. The one you got hanging in the stairwell. I've got, it, it mine's the exact same sign. And, and so uh, I, I do want to give a shout out to Dan because he did spend some time with me and showed me how to build the animations and the sequencing and the timing and how to import graphics for the sign and things like that. So, Brent, whenever you're ready to tackle yours, we can sit down and go through that. Uh, it's not terribly difficult. It's just it's just a bit arcane, and it's just <laughs> and it's it's just a bit it's just a bit obtuse. Okay, okay. It, it, let's say it's obtuse. Okay, and, and that, it's not hard. It's that, just obtuse. That's not at Dan's hands. No, that's no, at the no, hand not of the at developer all. that wrote the. 
the authoring tool yeah, it's, for the controller. Yeah. yeah. Now, one thing I will say is the software for this sign, and I'm curious if anybody else uses this. Uh, Brent, if you just pop open a browser and go to LED75.com. LED75. LED75.com. That is the um, that is the uh, Chinese company who... Oh, so, no, who, so who you're going to get me a virus when I hit enter. Well, it, no, no. I've, I've, <laughs> I've looked it over several times. You can do, uh, you can do a translation. I don't, on, I don't read Chinese. Yeah, no. Well, you can do a translate on on the on the on the site, and then it reads fairly well. But the software th- for this LED controller is available on LED75.com. And what has been very encouraging to me, Brent, is that the software is being updated over time. So the version that we got from Dan is actually like three versions of the software behind what's considered current. Okay. I wish they need to update this website because it looks oh, yeah. like 2001 call. It really, their- it really, it, and they want their website back. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they have continued to invest in making the software better. And what I have done is I loaded the software up on a spare laptop that that I don't care if it gets trashed or anything. But I, I have uh, actually run some software on it that where I can see what network calls it's making and stuff as it runs. And the software does not appear to phone home or do anything, anything uh, shifty or, or anything like that. I'll just say <laughs> I'm it looking that for way. Tra- I, I'm using Firefox. So I was looking for Translate. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so anyway, that's the software. I'm kind of curious if anybody else is in, list, out in listener land is, is using the LED uh, 75 software to control any uh, LED animated signs that that they may have but anyway that's it so so there's that so uh, well the, i've got a i've got a laptop a throwaway laptop i need to get it booted and get yeah, it, yeah yeah and then you we can sit down and you can kind of show me the same yeah so. yeah it's no problem um it, it does need to be physical hardware though because the the software uh does need ready access to an L, to a usb drive that contains essentially the operating parameters for the the, the led sign itself and you get that off the the LED controller on the sign. So um, Dan was actually talking to me about a virtual machine, and it's a really good idea because that's about as throwaway as you can get. Yep. But it would have to be a VM that would have USB access. access. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, for me, it was just easier to run the route of uh, just using kind of like a spare laptop. Older, but, yeah. but it and it, that's what I've got. I've got an older older laptop that is like. I'm not using it for anything yeah. because it's of its age, yeah, but it would be just fine as a sandbox. For ex- doing, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so there, there's no problem, but what I will say, if you want that sign to really do some impressive work in, in impressive animations, you're going to need to use that software a bit because it's a bit of it. It's, somewhat of a rabbit hole as far as the complexity goes you can make it do a lot but you're going to be on that sandbox laptop for a bit if you want the led sign to really quote unquote you can, you shine go, it's like anything else most anything else you can go in as deep and as, as far deep as, as you like as deep yep. and far as gotcha. you like there's no doubt about it and as far as uh game wise goes uh as as i've been kind of moving some games around i've taken uh, a little bit of time and and i, I go uh, a bit stir crazy if i'm not making any progress on some of my games so i did give my my acdc a little bit of tlc this month i installed some uh some game blades on it some inner art blades on it from uh from tilt graphics and brent i, I don't don't know if you're if you're of the mind where you're ever thinking about doing inner art blades on your games i personally am a big fan of them i still have the ones for ghostbusters yeah 
And honestly, I, I just the only reason I haven't put them in is just one time and yeah. two, I forget about them. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, they're, I get they're, it. They're on a shelf in there, and I go to get. I'm like, oh my god, I go yeah. get something. I'm like, oh, I gotta put these in the game. Yeah, just, yeah. I love them. I love yeah. inner art blades. But what I have found is that there are varying degrees of quality oh, on sure. art blades that you would buy. And some are, <laughs> some feel like they're inkjet printed on, on vinyl and you slap them in. And if you have one mishap on up on raising or lowering the play field, then you literally just scrape and right tear off. and you just shred them to pieces. Okay. I know that because I had a set that I did that too. All right. <laughs> so I speak from experience. So I have become very That explanation choosy. did seem like as if it hit deep, hit close to home. It, did, it did hit close to home. <laughs> it's the reason why this is the second set of art blades that's been in my ACDC. But I say this because the, the game blades, uh, the art blades from Tilt Graphics, I love them because they are, they, they are a laminate, a laminate coated polycarbonate over vinyl and uh, I'm sorry, a vinyl print over polycarbonate that is then laminated. So they are a plastic material mm-hmm. that, that has texture to it. And then they are laminated over top of that. And Brent, these things are tough. They are extremely durable. And uh, I actually, after I installed them, I purposely took the play field and slowly slowly would <laughs> rub the play field up against the art blade just to see what I was going to get. And I am very satisfied that these are, these are going to pass the durability test over time. Uh, so I like them. They're not terribly expensive. They look good. And, uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually considering getting a set for my Tron as well from, from the, from the same outfit. Um, I have also gone through and I finally got the time I installed the swinging bell kit that, uh, that you can piece together for yourself from directly from Stern. It's the swinging bell that uh, is in the LED vault version of ACDC, but not in the original uh, incandescent ACDC like I have. There's no pro. Uh, yeah, there's there's the, so the, original pro, that the original pro does not have a swinging okay. bell. It was a stationary bell. Okay. okay. And then in the vault, the vault is a swinging bell. bell. Okay. So what they did is they brought the swinging bell from the premium and the LE that was on originally uh, on those two and models. And they put it into the Vault and they Pro. Put, they put that into the Vault Pro, okay? They re-engineered the bracket a bit, put it in the Vault Pro. And if you um, if you download the newest manual off of Stern's website, it is for the Vault or the LED Pro, not the original Pro like I have. Okay. And it, it has the swinging bell bracket assembly and all the part numbers. Mm-hmm. And I just, got, I just got in touch with my distributor and just ordered. Oh, okay. I, I just quote unquote made me a kit oh, is well, what I go. did. Okay. And and it 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 essentially swaps right into the old ACDC and now I've got the swinging bell in my ACDC. And it uh it's it it's nice. It, it looks really good. It makes the game just just feel a bit newer and everything like that. So I, I've I've just kind of nursed my old ACDC along to keep it current is is what I've done. And uh, and Brent, this is the best fifty nine dollars I think I've ever I've ever spent. I don't know if you're a fan of this or not, but on a couple my games that are premiums that have the metal aprons in them Mm -hmm. uh, i have uh i have become a big fan of the metal apron over the plastic and for 59 bucks at pinball life you can get a metal apron and retrofit that to any of the games that have plastic aprons so you gotta get you've got to get stickers though right 
with a plastic razor blade and some patience, you can transfer the stickers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So let's see what what I have down here that's got CSI would have a plastic apron in it, it. I'm sure. Well, that sticker's ginormous. It's, it's like the that, entire. You're apron. right. That's a big sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Ghostbusters ones, they're well. That's, no, it's, Ghostbusters got three separate stickers, and that's actually now that I look at it from it, that's how CSI is. It's, is it? okay. it's the wings, the upper wings, and in the and very then, middle. Then, then so it's about the, the same. Middle. Yeah. So if you're careful, I mean, I, I've moved my ECDC stickers. Uh, between aprons and I just use a plastic razor blade to uh, pry the sticker off and the adhesive is is fine. I'm so. pretty sure actually I've got this, uh, a sticker sheet for CSI. Oh, okay. It seems like that was one of the things that even though that game was very limited in terms of production, like the sticker sheets are everywhere. Oh, okay. And, and I, I had went at some point in time during an order. I was like, oh, I'm going to get, I got on a kick of getting like, the like the high just like wear, we talked with with uh, the plastic kale down in uh, kale and Mike and Mike well, down in Nashville. We're about talking the, about yeah. the plastic kits and the, and the high wear sticker kits. Yeah, so yeah. I was getting like on that the uh, um, the DNA drop targets. The, the targets themselves are common, uh-huh. but I thought, well, this there isn't a lot of run out for this game. I said, like, let me look at stickers, and they were everywhere, yeah. like whole sheets. Yeah, yeah, I got and, you. And I'm pretty sure I've got like a whole sticker set that's got on that two or three drop target sets and the aprons. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Well, look in the game. I mean, between pinball life, between Marco and then between eBay, you can pretty much find the sticker kits and the plastic kits for, for whatever you would need. Now you've got, you've got to hunt stuff down. Don't get me wrong. There's not, not all of the stickers are available at any one place. That that's what I found. You've got to, you've got to kind of, you know, duck and weave a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I've almost pieced together a sticker kit for my Tron. Uh, if, if I muck something up while I'm installing the metal apron in my Tron. So anyway, I, I I do like the metal aprons. I'm a fan of them. They feel good when you're working, when you're working on the play field, I think they look better. I think they just overall, they just kind of raise the presentability of the game. So uh, my OCD kicks in and I spend $59 (laughs) on a metal apron and there you go. So so, I've never thought of it. uh, Yeah. Never occurred to me. Of course. Then again, I'm the guy that just put on a jacket because I was cold and had a, had the head of a broken <laughs> drop target in it. Because you know, the average, why not? The, right, because any reasonable person would have just thrown it away after they, you know. But no, it was in my pocket. So, <laughs> so there, there it is. So, I, I just I, I like messing with that kind of stuff. So that 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 brings me satisfaction and and it it improves the game overall. So so there's that. And Brent, the the one last thing that I did want to mention because I know we're uh, we're right up against the uh, right up against the the bumper here for getting into uh, talking with Joe and Corey from uh, the Louisville Arcade Expo is I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up and I wanted to remind everybody of the Superman 78 Translite giveaway contest that we're currently running uh, via the the kind sponsorship of Brad Hunter at Lit Frames. And so Brad has, uh, through his generosity, he has donated a, a, this Superman 78 uh, Translite. And it's just a Translite. It's not a Translite in a frame, but uh, just a Translite. This is a, a limited Translite. It's one of 25. Uh, the art is by uh, renowned pinball artist Christopher Franchi. And we are running this giveaway contest 
through midnight, February 15, uh, Eastern Standard Time. All you have to do to enter is either get on our Facebook page. If you're on Facebook, if you're not on Facebook, then Twitter. Uh, you'll see a pinned tweet there. We've got a pinned post on Facebook. And if you're on neither of those, that's fine. Uh, just go to our website, brokentoken.com. You'll see a pinned post on our website with all the contest details. And we're taking, again, entries through February 15th midnight eastern standard time and then we will announce the winner uh of the uh, of the translate on our march show right now we've got well over 250 people that have entered so the 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 number range is between one and a thousand so there's still plenty of room to go but i'm very pleased with the number of folks that i've seen enter in and uh brent you can attest to this the winning number is sealed in an envelope. This is almost like a time capsule, Brent. <laughs> it's our version of a time capsule right here. Inside the Tempest. In in the coin door of your Tempest. <laughs> and the, again, the sa- that, that, right there. There, there are the two safest place, places on the planet, are, or at least in the state of Kentucky, are Fort Knox, okay. my Tempest. In your Tempest. I, I totally get you. There you go. Because they have to clear that stairwell to get to the Tempest <laughs> yes. is what they have to yes, do. Yes, they do. I, I totally get that. <laughs> so uh, I do know what the number is, and uh, I will say that... Uh, the, well, don't say the anything. Number, exactly. Don't say if it's free. I'm, don't say nothing. Exactly. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, you know what? Exactly. Yeah. The less I say, the better yes. at this point. Yeah. So everything's still in play. Let's go <laughs> until February 15th. And it, I, I'm. this is great fun. And Brad, thank you for uh, thank you for partnering with us to do this. And Brad will be shipping the winner, uh, their translate, whenever we pull it out of... Uh, you keep, said Tempest. You've got three bites at the apple. Yes, now, I'm done. You're, no, you're eventually going to hit that just at the right tone uh-huh. that that uh, that studio dog Maxine is going to think someone's <laughs> at the door. Roll down here, yeah. And, and to use this word again, which uh-huh. I've used several times in the show, pandemonium will ensue. Very, very good, very good. And both of my ankles will immediately be chewed upon. So we do not want that to happen. So yes, yeah, so everybody, please, uh, Facebook, Twitter, or our website, uh, enter in, put your guess in, a number between one and a thousand, and uh, we'll see who uh, we'll see who takes the prize. So one more quick plug for us before we actually lead into the interview with uh, uh, Corey and Joe from Lowell Arcade Expo. Come see Whitney and I here in Louisville, Kentucky, March 6th through the 8th at Louisville Arcade Expo. And just, you know, louisvillearcade.com. Uh, that's where you can get your ticket information, your show information, be kept up to date on everything. And then the URLs for their Facebook and, and their Instagram and everything is going to be in this interview coming up. We'll have them in our show notes where you can just, like I said, get all the information as to uh, anything that's announced between now and then. By the time you listen to this again, you're going to have a good 30 days still before the show. Yeah. Plenty of time to lock in your plans and get here. Exactly. And we'll we'll have our podcast booth set up. We'll be streaming uh, Friday and Saturday night from the show. And we hope to have a lot of guests uh, kind of stop in and sit down and uh, podcast with us. And hey, I mean, we, we take a, we're equal opportunity here at our show, man. We love listeners to stop in, media folk to stop yep. in, industry folk to stop and we in. Don't, and if you've heard good. us in the past, we'll talk show stuff. We'll talk uh, pinball. We'll talk video. And we'll talk everything. We'll talk we movies. Talk, we'll talk yeah, pop everything. culture. The whole the whole nine yards, man. Uh, we we will not talk politics or religion. Guaranteed <laughs> on that. So those 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 are, are off the table. Those are off the table. But everything else, we're good. Fair game. Yeah, it's fair game. Okay, so uh, 
where to where can folks hear us whitney yes yeah, so we are available uh on uh stitcher stitcher radio we are available on itunes i guess apple music at this point uh the google play store you can find us there uh all three of those avenues were easily easily accessible just via a quick search of broken token and we will pop up on social media we're at uh facebook.com slash broken token our twitter handle is at broken token and then the website is broken token.com and uh, we thank everybody for listening we know this is a little bit of an abbreviated uh, Brent and Whitney content show, but trust me, there's a, there's plenty on the backside here and uh, we think everybody will enjoy it. So everybody uh, sit down, buckle up, get ready, put on your crash helmet. And we're going to hear from uh, Corey and Joe of Louisville Arcade Expo. And we're also going to hear, well, uh, from us and uh, Jay Patrick of podcast roll again yeah. at Grand Ole Game Room Expo. Yeah. We are down here in the palatial uh, Broken Token studio, which is, uh, as always, what, Brent, 87 episodes running, uh, your basement. And oh, even, I thought you were going to say 87 degrees. I'm like, I wish. Yeah, I wish. It's cold here Ooh. in Kentucky. No, we we have got uh, Mr. Corey Stoop and Joe Stith from the Louisville Arcade Expo. They have uh, graced us with uh, with their attendance here. We had we had to con them. I, I mean, Brent, what? I mean, you're giving them like fertilizer and stuff for a garden, but that's a whole different discussion. It works out real well. It's high-grade fertilizer. High-grade fertilizer. Okay, Listen, Listen, we, I love it. My mom loves it. The strawberries love it. It, hey. it was a bountiful harvest. So thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We're happy to be here too, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let, thanks for having us. Hey, all I can say is that is payback on a podcaster's budget is what oh, yeah. that is. You're so. going to take all the fertilizer you can carry out of here in your pockets. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Pockets. Yeah. No, but we're here to talk about what is now the 10th anniversary of the Louisville Arcade Expo. 10 th- years. That's amazing because it doesn't seem like 10 years at all. I remember the first, the, I remember the show, it's the very first year. What a long way it has come. But enough of that, I, guys, you all are here to, to talk to us about what's going to be unique and what's going to be special about the show this year, kind of the layout, the format, the theme, and everything like that. We're looking forward to the show. I know attendance goes up and up and up every year. So you're, you're hitting a good audience and you're bringing in a lot of people what is uh what is the 10th anniversary of the Louisville Arcade Expo going to look like yeah we're excited to come back for our 10th anniversary at the Triple Crown Pavilion again this year March 6th 7th and 8th 2020 it's been a exciting time in previous years but we're refreshing it bringing it back bringing all the favorites back but adding some exciting new things this year as well yeah, since it's the 10th year, and gosh, you're right, Whitney, it's crazy to think about that it's been 10, ten, ten years. Ten, Joe, 10 years of our life. Oh, I know, and, I know. And have it, you been to every show, Whitney? I have been to every so single I. show. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yes. and Thank I would, you, gentlemen. Uh, hey, yeah. no worries. Wouldn't miss it for anything. It, what, what's amazing is my daughter, she's 14, she has been to every single show as well. She's grown up. I mean, wow. kids have grown up with your expo. That's true. It's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's very true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a whole generation of kids, it's, really. It's funny you mentioned that. And I wanted to talk about some of the special guests we're going to have this year. Because again, as Corey mentioned, with it being the 10th anniversary, we really want to make this a, a, a super nice, expansive, extensive, awesome celebration of the Louisville Arcade Expo, or LAX, as we love to call it, yeah. of course. Yep. And one of the guys that helped us get some of the special guests, his name is Ricky Henry. And he did a shout out to the Cincy Classic that he did last year in May, I believe. He introduced me to several folks who we, have, we are now going to make sure our special guests at ours to take it again full circle his first child i believe was born 
right around the very first expo and he was our very first vendor i see and so he said uh, gosh I, this, this is gonna be terrible if i forget his name but i think it's noah uh-huh. so at his cincy classic i bumped into a little 10 year old Oh, and yeah. Ricky came and said, yeah. you remember this guy? He was yeah. just born at the very first Louisville Arcade Expo. Man, it's so glad to have you here at our yeah. rebirth of Cincy Classic. So yeah, yeah. it seems like every year after the show, kind of to follow into that theme, I've got friends pers- on my personal Facebook. Right after the show, I see the this year's picture of their kids up against my cartoon theater. Yeah. And then they've oh, even wow. done collages over the years of the same kids. Of course, you've got a frame of reference of the theater and you can just see them get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. for oh, that's really all these cool. Years. It's yeah. really neat. Yeah, it, it is. And it's really amazing for us because we'll generally have a table and we're sitting out there just right in the way of, of foot traffic, which is great because it creates a lot of noise. It creates that sound and that ambiance that you're after. And we've had, uh, we've had children on the show every single year and you go back and listen to that and it's like, and that's for, not I, just us. And it's not just us. The yeah, children. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Thank you. But I go, back and listen to my daughter from five years ago and it's like wow that's what she sounded like it, it's it's yeah. amazing just to just to have that capture so you guys yep. are you guys are doing good work whether uh wh- whether you get the accolades on it or not from a lot of different angles but yeah we're looking forward to the show well thank you thank yeah. you very much it, it makes it worth it uh, we appreciate families coming out and having a good time experiencing what it was like in the 80s and 90s to go into an arcade is something that kids today have no concept of so yeah. we try to bring them back that feel with the pinball and arcade machines, but then also having consoles from all eras. And each year we keep adding new consoles as the newer consoles become now vintage, like Wii yeah. and Wii U is now considered, uh, you know, a previous generation. We've been adding those each year. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. How old is the Wii at this point? It's, oh, it's, it was 2004. Yeah, it's, yeah. Gosh. Oh, it's 2004? Uh, I, was, it's, I was going with just 10 years. It's, it's, it's 2006, but okay. oh, 2006, it's, so yeah, it's, it's almost 15 years old. I mean, Jeez. that's nuts. Well, to a lot of people like my nephew Nolan, who's 14, the Wii U, or not the Wii U, the Wii is retro, right? Because he was a little kid when he played that. So to him, yeah, you know, it's a retro. And to me, I mean, we still have our Wii, we still bowl on it and stuff like that. To me, the Wii is still reasonably new. I I mean, I know it's not new, but in my mind, it's still reasonably new. Yes. It's not. Sorry, Whitney, we're it, old. Yeah, that that is <laughs> proof in the pudding. So yes. last right year, there. last year we added Wii, and this year we're expanding all those areas out. Wii sold a lot of units. There was a lot of families that enjoyed playing Wii bowling in their living rooms. Oh, yeah. And all those things got put into garages and aren't played anymore. So being able to come out and play that with your family is something we really look forward yeah, to being yeah. able to provide. Yeah, so since we're talking about kind of the newer retro, the new things that have become vintage. New retro. Yeah. New yeah. retro, right? Yeah. We've done some changes to Tra- trademark that real quick. New right. retro, yeah. Hop on that. I'm checking to see if that's domains available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> smart men, smart <laughs> men. Yes. So we've changed up a little bit how we're going to do the layout for the Louisville Arcade Expo this year. One of the things that we're doing is that back room the, that had been the LAN room as well, and old computer room, but it also had featured some of those newer retro consoles. So the back room isn't like when you come into the main hall along that wall to the right. That's right. Down to the far end of... That's right, okay. yeah. All right, gotcha. On the very far end there. So that traditionally has has had a 16-player PC LAN with old, late 90s, early 2000s games in it. Yeah. Notably, Unreal Tournament 99, which is a classic. Everyone loves. Yes. So fun, so fun. Yes. So part of the new retro is we're also going to put in an Xbox 360 LAN okay. into that room, and that'll have eight Xbox 360s all connected together in LAN mode mm-hmm. with Call of Duty... 
Halo 3, Halo oh, 4, those will types be of so, games. That will be so much That'll fun That'll be a to ton play. of fun, yeah. Yeah, a ton of fun. And everybody will have their own monitor there, so you don't have to worry about anyone. He's looking at where I'm at on my screen. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. We, we used to do it, too, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah. So you'll have it. It'll be a one-to-one thing. And Corey had, had mentioned a really good point that back in those days, those days, yeah. mid to late 2000s, everybody played online with each other. So it'll be really fun to play those same games and the people you're playing against are right next to you. Are, are right next to you. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you guys are leading with this type of discussion because having the, the rows and rows of arcade games and pinball machines, uh, I mean, I hate to use this term, but that's kind of table stakes. Okay. I mean, that that sets the that, that sets the tone for the show that creates some of the aura, but where, where you're really going to draw the the people the crowds and everything is Joe like what you're mentioning is creating creating this value de- add th- yeah it's a value add or it's kind of like a destination mm-hmm. within the destination that's what brings it that that to me is what really brings it in over over time yeah no it's it, it's it, we're trying to create things that you may have either never played before yeah. or could have played before but didn't realize you could and yeah, it's a new yeah. experience and could be an old experience for other folks too and you get to share with your friends. It's, as you all were saying, it's a family-friendly show, but we really want people to socialize in the older ways, which is just like in the arcade. If I'm going to take you on in Mortal Kombat 2, I put my two quarters up, yep. I'm next in line. Yep, yep. If you're playing in the Xbox 360 land, you look around, you say, you know, who's Mario? Who's yeah. Who's Conan? Because yeah. we're going to name the machines based on you know, <laughs> okay. fun, funny 80s references. <laughs> yeah. Conan just killed me, just fragged yeah. me. Who Egg- is Conan? Yeah. Egghead, all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be a good time. Our predator got me. So recreating that nice, fun, face-to-face socialization, let's all have a good time together. That's just, I don't know. That's some of the magic that I feel is lost with the power of the internet and online gaming. In in online gaming, yeah. I will wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, You all have had a very long history of featuring. Uh, musical guests or you know, musical acts on, on the on the show, or I'm sorry, at the show, you know, late late at night, things like that. How how's that shaping up for this year? Because there's always been great retro bands, concerts, things like that. Is is that going to be featured again this year as well? Sure. This year we have two acts on a on Friday night. We are bringing back a fan favorite that we've had for a couple years. Uh, Straight Jacket is going to come back and play 80s and 90s cover hits which fits our theme and our, our era and our style. Uh, and on Saturday night, we have the um, DJ Mega Man and Lynx dance, retro dance party uh, that we've done every year for the last who knows how many years, which is always fun as well. Yeah. So how are they going to lay out? Because I, I know at times, just as, as the show changes and things move around, that the dance party has been off in off like it's a distance but it's yeah. been in that what's the room there to the left um the, the julia ball, bell ball room ball is where the vendors room. are now okay, yes. right so we've been, the vendors will continue to be in there this year that was very successful last I year i think that worked well last the, year the yeah. bands and the dance party will be at the main stage uh with uh, all the lighting effects and the screen going uh we feel like that's a much more open space mm-hmm. uh ceiling is tall and uh everybody can enjoy it a lot more than being in a room off kind of a, side. yeah small yeah, side the, the, ce- uh, the ceiling aspect didn't occur to me but it does make more sense it seems to work much better in that open space right yeah, yeah, yeah it really helps definitely. yeah it really helps. oh yeah, yeah. And this year, we're actually adding two stages. Uh, we have the main stage that's going to be in the same place it was last year, and then a smaller uh, second stage that's off to the side so we can run 
two simultaneous events or set up on one versus the other because uh, the stage was always a contentious thing where we tried to make sure something was ready the next for the next event. We want to maximize that area and be able to move people in and out. So everything, all the tournaments will happen at the stage, all the uh, musical acts will happen at the stage, the contests will happen at the stage. Uh, that's sort of one place to go for okay. everything like that. Yes. Yeah, and then okay. the, the small stage will probably have some of the smaller tournaments that are console-based. What we've wanted to feature more at Louisville Arcade Expo is to have speedrunners because I don't know if anyone's watched some of the speedruns before, but they are incredible what these guys and gals are able to do yes. and how quickly they're able to do it on some awesome old school games. We figured we would we would have them do some of those during the off times while setups going on on the bigger stage. And as opposed to having them in the other room that had been last year, which is called the Goldenrod Room, and it's one that's way off kind of into the corner and the side facing the Ramada itself. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like all the way down the hallway. Right. So you've got to kind of go seek it out. It, it's not It's not in the flow of foot traffic. Right. So yeah. we were hoping that if people will see, you know, Mike Tyson's punch out getting beat by a guy who's blindfolded, <laughs> they're, they're going to walk up to that and say, oh, my God, is okay. that really happening I've, right I've now? I've heard okay. of that. It, we were talking a little off mic in my I've, I've heard of speed runs. That uh -huh. wasn't a foreign concept to me. But just recently, I have realized how big of a deal it is in yeah. terms of the following and the community of folks that do that. And one of the things I'd heard of specifically in the short exposure I've had to it here recently was people playing punch out blindfolded. Yeah. Doing it all by sound cues. Yes. It's, it's a big deal. And the guys that Nuts. do it, they're, they're incredible. But the most recent thing they did is two of the main, uh, I guess, pioneers of that technique played together against Mike Tyson. One guy was the D pad and one guy was the A and B button. Okay. And they were both blindfolded. Actually, I think they went through the whole game. And they played incredibly. And so they were they were only mic'd up to where the crowd could hear them, but they could only hear each other. Okay. The crowd they couldn't hear the crowd because the timing and everything was so specific. So, so precise. Yes. yes. I'm talking to the frame, right? Yeah. And they'll talk about how, you know, the NES draws a screen you know, sixty times every second. Yeah. And, and they know I need the three sixtieth whatever. I have yeah. a point. Two five percent chance. Uh, I've got of I've got this. a three I've got a three frame window yes. in order to make yes. this happen. I can't yeah. play a game when I see it. <laughs> I, I can't imagine having yes. that type of reaction. The, that it, is amazing. And in what is so compelling about that is that these folks have sat down and they cared enough to go down that rabbit hole and come back out victorious, and they've got this awesome story that tags along with them Absolutely. about about how to beat this game because you know that well I say you know but you have to believe that whoever wrote the assembler code at Nintendo for Mike Tyson's punch out did they have that did they know about this <laughs> when they were coding the game was it intentional was it unintentional these are the questions i want answered you oh, know, i, I want to yeah. know this they're great questions because yes. these guys know the games inside and out yes. i mean they know exactly what changes based on who knows what right if yep. you fall down two times against mike tyson then suddenly his punches are three seconds apart as opposed to two seconds. I yeah, mean, they, it, the granularity by which they break these games down is unbelievable. It's amazing because you have to wonder, is that intentional? Is that unintentional? It, it, how, how does that go? So, so, yeah. so that's now something Very that's impressive. going to be really spotlighted this year? That's yes. what I'm picking oh, up? I'm yes. looking forward most, to this. Most definitely. Yeah. Now, so I, I led with the, you know, super shocking blindfold Mike Tyson. He <laughs> takes him down. So we, we have... Uh, a good friend of ours, Elrock, who who was going to be doing a TMNT arcade game 
speed run and he has some tricks up his sleeve as well to how to beat that game very very quickly one player he can do it with one quarter one quarter do you, about how long does it take him to go through the entire game do you know joe i'm not off, sure what hand? the world record is but i think it only takes him about 15 minutes whoa that's how good he yeah, is and on one credit on one on credit, one credit. That's so it's nuts and he dies one time on purpose because it gains him an extra 30 seconds or something like that that's okay. how just they know everything it's it's amazing so yeah uh his name is elrock he's really cool he did some speed runs for us last year but he's in contact with zallard one mm-hmm. who is one of the few folks who can beat mike tyson's punch out and super punch out for the super nintendo fans and punch out we blindfolded mm-hmm. so hopefully fingers crossed yeah we'll be able to get him to come and do a live I'm, presentation of that. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm glad you guys are, are going to make that a more prominent feature because I think that adds to the overall uh, mem- uh, memorability of the show when you look back on it because it, it just adds a lot of flavoring to to what the show brings to the table. So, so, so yeah, is this going to be out like on the main stage? Or yeah, the we're sides? excited to have them on the main okay. stage. Having this, the displays on the projectors. Cool. They play on a CRT for the crowd. You'll see it. Oh, on yeah. A, well, you, yeah. I can't projector. imagine they couldn't play on a projector. No. If they were, if unless they were doing a blindfolded thing, because it wouldn't refresh fast enough. Exactly. Correct. Correct. Yeah. They they have to have a CRT for that. So Elrock has definitely confirmed he'll do TMNT. Okay. But a friend of ours, and I'm, I forget his handle off the top of my head, but his name is John Norin. He's going to do either Sonic one or two. Uh-huh. And the reason we're featuring Sonic is because of the movies coming out. Yeah. So we got to oh, give Sonic a, a little a little bit of love. Yeah. Good point. And then uh, a fellow by the name of Rezzy holds either held or currently holds the world record for Super Mario World. Oh, boy. Beating it the fastest as Small Mario and watching... So he takes no power-ups. None. None. And it's it's hilarious to watch him play. If you're familiar with Super Mario World, there's a checkpoint in the middle of every stage. And if you're Small Mario and you run through the checkpoint, you you become Super Mario. He has to jump over that. So he he never hits a checkpoint throughout the whole thing. Wow. So it's amazing to watch him, and he never slows down. So he plays Super Mario in the way that I think everyone should play it. He never, ever slows down. He's constantly running fast. He's holding the Y button because of Super Nintendo, but if it was regular, he'd be holding the B button. Yeah. And he is constantly running fast, and he does all these tricks that is so cool to watch. And again, he can beat that game, and... I think 15 minutes or less. Oh, I cannot wait to see this. That's going to be so much fun. So, Brent, if I'm when I'm not at the table, that's what then, you're, then I'm going to be watching these guys. Yes. Well, what about me? Because yeah. I'm interested. So, yeah. what, for what we'll many do, Brent, is we'll tag team. How about okay. that? You yeah, should we'll cha- tag team. You should challenge him so, to, so the, a, to a speed run. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I, like fast no, I, I play dirty. I'll let him get a step ahead of me. Then I'll just I'll drag <laughs> then, him then down. Then he trips. Yeah, yeah. Then he'll trip I'll me. jump so, on him like a spider monkey. But... I had mentioned that I had started opening my eyes to the speed run world yeah. and then like the specific stuff, even where like you mentioned, Joe, where he does, was it Super Mario three as Super Mario world, Super, Super Mario, Mario world, world as just yeah. little Mario. So there's these niches within the niches and it's like, okay, well we've done that. We're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to amp it up and we're going to do now as small Mario. Yeah. That's all crazy. these little pieces. And it's not to take anything away from pinball, but it seems like at least some of my focus for the last several years have been in it on pinball all Uh these things people are doing in pinball what's their rank how are they doing how's this person yeah and there's this whole other (laughs) whole other world and and the funny thing is is the video side of it if you look at our age Uh uh-huh that's probably honestly where our attention should have been been to begin with because that's what we grew up yeah, with there is there is a good point but anyway there. no i'm yeah. really excited it, to see this it's, this it's cool. great that the these older games are getting the focus that they're getting and mm-hmm. that players are able to to find these exploits but it's they're fun it's, yeah it's uh you know 
playing the game in ways that the designers never, ever, ever never intended thought, thought that people would do. And yeah. to save a half second somewhere that what they do, uh, it's a lot, a lot of fun, especially yeah. in, in a crowd-like situation. Yeah. Watching it live is way better than watching it at home on YouTube oh, or on oh, Twitch. I, I'm sure it, it amps up. I mean, I, I have, much like Brent, have just recently started to delve into just researching and and some interest in this whole speed run topic and i did see a video where somebody is playing is speed running zelda breath of the wild and they they play the entire game with no arrows whatsoever so essentially that's just carrying around sticks think of going and cutting yourself a branch off of a tree and then you play through the entire game with with literally no weapons whatsoever it's i mean it's it's an amazing thing to watch it's like yeah it's fascinating (laughs) it is just fascinating yeah it's like that was never meant to be done that way. Some of the interesting things, too, is I believe he uses the Japanese version, the or the Super Famicom version of Mario World because the oh. kanji reads faster, so uh-huh. it takes less time for the kanji <laughs> oh, to display yeah. totally than optimized. English. Yeah, totally optimized. So that just shaves off at a half second or a second. It's cr- it's crazy the he's levels got it, He's got go it down to. that, yeah. down that far. Yeah. It's amazing. We're, we're really excited to, yeah. to add this to the show and it's to make it fine. make it more as a... As a we, we've done it in the past, but it was always in a side room. So making it on the public stage is is we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's gonna br- that's gonna bring a lot to it. Now, h- how about the vendor space, Corey? You you kind of touched on that uh, a few minutes ago, where you'd mentioned that last year you had all the vendors over in in the smaller room. That's where the that's where the food was available, and that created a lot of good uh, a lot of good traffic for the vendors. It seems. Well, it's still, you say smaller. It's it's a very good. Sa- it, it's it a is. large space. It, it is. It, it's, it's smaller compared to the main hall, it, that, of course. And, and that's it, yes, in yeah. relative. That that's where. I was going with that, but has the, has the vendor setup changed any? Every year we try to tweak it. We try to, uh, we, we do have vendors that love coming to the expo, that uh, people look forward to them exhibiting their wares and buying things from them. And, uh-huh. and then at the same time, we like to mix it up and add some new vendors and change things around a little bit. Last year we had Cardinal Gaming was in a room by themselves, and uh, that worked out really well, but they want to be in the main room this year, so mm-hmm. we've added them. Of course, we're bringing back all of our cart vendors, all of the homemade art good. items. Yeah, good. Uh, My daughter all, loves that. Yeah. All the homemade art stuff, she loves that. We, yes. have, we have some new artists this year. Uh, some people are coming in from other cities, which is all we always look forward to, uh, mixing things up. But it's over 25 vendors again this year, which okay. is a, a pretty good mix. Yep. And they'll be there the whole weekend uh, through Sunday. The, yeah, the no, thing to awesome. really spotlight about LAX in terms of the vendors is if you've been to some pinball or video game or whatever shows, this isn't like a parts type situation. No, where not you're, at all. You're going in and you might be, you're looking for a board set or you're looking for a pinball part. Yeah. This is this is it very it caters to to the fan. I guess is that is that a fair it way to put the, it to the family? We we like that exactly. families can come in and maybe buy some wall art. Yep. Yes. That uh, somebody made by hand. Yeah. It yes. wasn't just from China. It is something that was made uh, <laughs> exactly. In, you know, in their basement that, by that's, some. That's yeah. an awesome way to put it because yeah. it's it's 100 percent true right. yes. there was by hand and yep. and then uh, collectible uh, games are always really popular mm-hmm. cartridges uh, for yeah. consoles are, are always i don't know if the listeners can hear that but maxine the show dog agrees yeah so she yeah likes, she had she to likes, chime in she likes yeah. collecting yeah. super oh. nintendo games too. oh does she really we, yeah. we usually have a couple artists too that will that will sell what they have drawn in the past but they'll do custom stuff for you for not that much money if you yeah. say you know i want a picture of scrooge mcduck as um, a famous arcade character or playing a pinball machine and yeah they'll do they'll just do that right off right there off the bat or <laughs> that, draw draw me as so and so yeah 
We that, were, put me in Mario's a, bibs. That you stuff's know? always yeah. amazing to yeah. me. I, I can't draw a straight line with a pencil and a ruler. Yeah, it's you know, tough for me as well. That is amazing. Big pinball vendor, Marco, that came last year. They'll have their large tent there again this year. Oh, fantastic. Uh, which yeah. is always exciting with the new uh, pinball machines. Uh, there's plenty of new games to buy. Some custom multicades are, are there every year. Mm-hmm. People look forward to playing those and, and, and buying those products. Our vendors really enjoy coming back every single yeah. year. Corey and Joe, let me ask you, the uh, the, sh- the show floor layout is tweaked from, from year to year. And me personally, I, I think it gets better as the year, it, it has gotten better as the year years have gone by how many games just right off the top of your head uh, approximate is fine but combined arcade and pinball machines how many games were there last year on free play for people to play just rough number that's a good question i'm gonna have to think about that for a second we we have official numbers somewhere but off the top of the year of our head the years kind of blend together yeah Yeah. fair fair enough i want to say it was around 150 okay and i uh, I think that's you're you're probably asking them a question like happens to us all the time we have people come up to us and say well how's such and such or what happened here what yeah and i and I'm like, how do you know? Well, <laughs> yeah. We talked about yeah. it on a show, and we might have. It might have yeah. been the last show. Yeah, it, it or it was so, episode 46. I guess what I'm nicely saying that. is perfect. You put them on the spot. Yeah, it, sorry, good, about good, it might have been as no, much. As, great. It might have been as much it. as 200. But uh, good job. We, we, I do have a count. I just don't have it <laughs> no. with me. The the layout last year was tweaked for flow. So opening yeah. up all the rooms, allowing people to walk uh, around much easier, not feeling like it's so enclosed. Yeah, uh, opening up the aisles to be wider. Uh, it, it made a big difference in the overall experience. So we're going to continue with that, obviously based on what games are coming, the size of those machines, whether they're environmentals. Last year we had two Dance Dance Revolutions. They had to be in a certain spot because yep. they're just so big. But yeah. uh, So uh, we do final layouts uh, based on what you know games people have registered. If you're interested in bringing a game to the show, we do offer a free weekend pass for each machine that's brought, each arcade game and or pinball machine that's brought to the show for the weekend for free play. If you're interested please contact us on the website when we fin- before we finish out here we'll hit all your social media awesome. all the website and of course you, awesome. we'll have all the links that will go along with this we, with sh- this show for yeah. your show we really yeah. appreciate all the collectors that bring their games out for people to play and uh, we could never do uh, we, you know we could never show up with 150 or 200 pinball machines or arcade games it's just impossible to move them all we really appreciate that people bring out their games and enjoy watching other people play your stuff a lot of us have games in our basements that we never play <laughs> and uh, so bringing it out to as, a show as he and, looks across uh, yeah. Well, well I, I do all, the exact same thing. Us, right? From that it's angle, can you us. see the dust on the glass? Yeah. <laughs> it's all of us. But yeah. we, we know exactly how much work and effort and time it takes to, to pack down, then load up, transport, bring it out, put it back up, pack, you know, and, yeah. and set things up, make sure dial everything in and get it ready and get it rolling and have it there for three days. It, it's a it's a... It's a commitment. Big yeah. effort, and we really, really appreciate yeah. it. But there's reward there, too, watching watching kids play your machines, and their faces light up when they yeah. get a super jackpot or get some extra man in some game that they've never played before. And, exactly. and we just take for granted that you can walk into an arcade. There are no arcades that have this stuff anymore. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and I've got a shout-out, actually, uh, based on this. It's been a long time since my bubble bobble has been at the Louisville Arcade Expo. It was at LAX 1. Oh, boy. And 2, maybe 3. And it probably went down on 3 because I recall someone being upset that they weren't able to to bobble any bubbles. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got a shout and, and you out. Know what? And you did say that correctly. Good job. Yes. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. And so I've got a shout out to Jeremy Flights, a.k.a. X-Lax, because he <laughs> repaired. He repaired. Uh, my bubble bobble board so thank you very much Jeremy for doing that so I'm gonna get that installed in get that ready to roll 
and it's going to be out there and it's going to be a wonderful cabinet time. and bring it out to the show this year. I am yeah. looking, people love Bubble Bobble. I that is one of my favorite games. It, it, one of one of my favorite I guess more mod, I would consider it a more modern game, but there we go Joe, I just showed my age once again. Yep, yep. But I love Bubble Bobble. Love it. Absolutely. And yeah. playing yes. it playing it two player in a stand up arcade yeah. is way better than oh, playing in your living room. Yes. And this is a specialized uh, version too that I'm sure a lot of the people listening to this know there was never a dedicated Bubble Bobble, so it was always a kit. Mm-hmm. But for my wedding in 2012 jeremy matt eric Pullen, who's another friend of the expo painted it this beautiful baby blue mm-hmm. and they printed out some beautiful graphics of bub and bob and oh, food yeah. yeah and the marquee is all pretty it all lights up it's got the most beautiful color scheme you've ever seen so i, I guess i should take a picture and put it out there so people can see i would but, love to see it but, but, so is it going to so is the cabinet going to make it as well i mean what you're absolutely, talking about oh absolutely fantastic. it is it's going to be gorgeous so yeah i love it yeah a lot of fun Yep. I, I get it. I get it. It's, so, that's awesome. So, gentlemen, I know you all have got a couple things that we definitely want to touch on. Off the top of your head, what's the next thing that... Well, actually, know, hold on. I was uh, One quick second. I was wanting to jump back for, okay, for a split right. second because I know I'm got definitely bringing Bubble Bobble, but I was curious, <laughs> Brent, are you going to be bring, bringing Rip Off? Because I love that game. You know, I hadn't thought about it. I can. It didn't come last year? Or has it been two you years brought since it it's Maybe been. two years ago, but it is phenomenal. I love it. You know, so I was just curious what, what you gentlemen were planning on bringing because we really appreciate your support as well. And your games are so beautiful. <laughs> it would be a shame for them to be in a Stuck museum in like basement. So, so yes. here I was. I was trying to make sure we touched all the points, yeah. did what we needed to do as good show hosts. And they reversed the heat. And they, and they throw it right back and, on. And so, so what are you going to do for the expo? Fo- just I? did a full-on heat reversal well, is what that was. First of all, I'm having you on my podcast. <laughs> nice. We appreciate that. I know, I know. <laughs> Honestly, Joe, I hadn't given much thought to what videos to bring. Right now, the plan is, is I'm going to bring the three pinballs that are behind me. Okay, so three pins. And then video-wise, you know, I've got a selection of a few games that I like to bring to shows that people don't see. Rip-Off being a good example. So, yeah, I can definitely put Rip-Off into the rotation this year. You've, you've brought some beautiful pieces in the past, so I, I'm, I'm sure you'll bring some greatness. But I just wanted to bring it up because you asked us how many machines were going to be there. And <laughs> I was going to say it then, like, well, we need to bring how- some more if yeah. only the Broken Token guys could kind of... <laughs> Step up, uh, yeah, up it a little bit. Step it up, exactly, exactly. So yeah, so Whitney, what's uh, what's on the docket right now? I, I'm definitely going to bring Skyskipper again. Oh, so that that's yes. going to make it out. I mean, I feel like I have a responsibility to get that out and to let people play it, but awesome. just just because of the nature of the game. Thank you. Thank and, you. Oh yeah, no, no worries. Ha- happy to do it. I, I just need uh, and guys, I, I will need just like some banner space for that. If I can get like an end cap or Absolutely. something, we'll I, I would sure appreciate that. We're already jockeying for space. <laughs> we are. We are. Trust me, it, you know there well, is no altruistic motion. It, does, it, it has to come it, along with something. It doesn't matter where the game is. You're not going to be able to watch it bec- over it because we've already been told we're going as the podcast. Our space will be in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, that's and right. It, that's right. It, do we have to bring our own tent? I can't. Do, do we settle that? You, you, you do gonna, need to bring your own tent. And then, but what we'll enough. do is we will we will print out a giant stand-up cutout of Whitney waving. We'll, we'll put that next to the skyskipper and maybe put a little speaker in it or something okay. that says right. a few phrases. Fair yeah, enough. yeah. like press the button to hear Whitney. Hey, y'all. Thank yeah. you. For- hey, yeah. hey, y'all. Thanks for playing my game. Skyskipper <laughs> isn't closed. Yeah, exactly. Text me with any complaints at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. If this game goes down, call. Uh, definitely going to bring that. Uh, going to try Going to try squeeze one or two in. I, awesome. I have. I would definitely like to bring my bump and jump. That's 
that's one that, oh, I, had, nice. that I had that's thought, fun. yeah, I thought about getting out. Old school. And then, oh, de- yeah, definitely. And then maybe, maybe my Mappy will make it. I, I just, oh, it's yeah. been several oh, years. It's, it's been a few yeah. years. Joe and I have been talking about Mappy yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Love yeah. some Mappy. I, oh, I absolutely adore that game. The so, cab is so pretty. It, it yeah. is. Oh, it man. is. The only issue that I have, and I've, I say this, say this almost every year, and it never gets any better for me, is just getting the games out of my basement is always yeah. a, tr- a struggle. We can yeah. relate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> just because of where I live, and uh, it's kind of a one-man show. So, But yeah, that's that's what I would like Whitney to do. Whitney lives in a mud hut on the outskirts of Louisville. That, that I do. That I do. So, yeah. And it, yeah, I live down in a pit. Is what you still, you still so. living in Finchville? I am, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, sure, don't sure talk enough. bad about Finchville. They have no. the, that ham place is like the best in the county. We, it, Finchville does have good ham. I will say that. There's no doubt. So to bring this full circle, if anybody out there would love to bring their game out to the show, reach out to us through the website and we'll get you set up. We have a sign-up sheet for everybody to... Is it Louisville Arcade? It is, LouisvilleArcade.com. And uh, there's more information on there to find out how to contact us. Oh, but fantastic. We'll, we'll get you set up and registered. Generally, we set up on Thursday to bring a, bring a game out Thursday evening, and uh, and then it stays the whole weekend. Yeah. And so, you, And you I don't it. want to put words in your mouth, so correct me here. My ask, our ask, is to register games. It's not as much. I, I'm my feeling is is so that you can list what's there. That's nice, but it also gives you all a better idea as to how to plan. It does. Uh, you know, things be, will change. Being but, able to pre-register helps. Uh, yes. we'll have your name tags printed out beforehand uh, that go on the machines uh, with with the information that you would like to display to the public. All that is optional. Yeah, and it helps us also get a overall count. It helps other people plan because they may have ten games that they're bringing and they would bring something else if another game was already coming. Uh, we publish those to the website here in the next couple of days, actually. By the time this airs, it'll be on there. Also, it helps us plan the physical layout so that we mm-hmm. know what's coming and how many pinballs versus arcades. Uh, layout is is uh, complicated every year, and it, when the games all show up at once, it's like a big jigsaw puzzle trying to put it all together yeah. so that we have yeah. the best flow and power arrangements and et cetera. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we really, really appreciate when people sign up in advance. Yeah, very, very fair. And it just takes a minute. Yeah. Uh, and you can change it at any time. It'll email you and let give you a link that then you can update later too oh. if, if it, it's not doesn't have to be set in stone we just need a, a kind of an idea yes yeah. is what's yeah, good just helps to plan one thing that we didn't uh cover and i wanted to make sure that we did do this before we let you guys go what about uh confirmed guests as far as like let's say session topics session speakers things like that because that, that's always a, a fun part of the show as well it's one that i really enjoy yeah yeah so as i mentioned before uh, i um, went to the cincy classic and bumped into daniel piscina mm-hmm. and daniel piscina is very cool because because he was the one of the motion capture actors for Mortal Kombat, and I believe Mortal Kombat 2, possibly 3 as well. And he was Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Johnny Cage. He is He's like the most down-to-earth, super nice guy. He's still into martial arts, and he's going to be at Louisville Arcade Expo on Saturday. He's okay. going to definitely give a talk, but he'll also have a cool backdrop, and he'll be there signing whatever you want. Um, you can do, do selfies with him and stuff. And he'll be there all day. He's also probably going to help with our costume contest, potentially oh, nice. our raffle. He's there to just hang out and do some awesome stuff with us. Yeah. We're, we're going to try to make sure we get a Mortal Kombat 2 uh, arcade there. We know some folks who have some so that people can play against Scorpion. Yeah. And he dresses up. He, he's he's just super, super cool guy. Yeah. So, so we're really looking forward to so having him. Joe, you mentioned he was going to give a talk 
touch on that real quick is that so and so that people are aware because I make this comment whenever we discuss a show check out not the lay of the land so you know where everything's at and then and then the schedule so that you don't miss things you get in a, a show and it, things can be a little spread out just because yeah. of the way the the facility is yep. is the panel room is it right there off that main hall is are you using the same space or were you no so so as Corey had mentioned before that room you're talking about which where we had had speed runners and panels and seminars and oh talks the speed and runners that. were in that room as well right okay. right so all of that is now moving to the main stage or the second stage oh, okay in the main room so that way you know everything's in one room everything's right. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's going to be great. So he'll he'll be on the main stage for his. He hasn't confirmed exactly what it is that he'll he'll be talking about, but I'm sure it'll be you know early '90s, getting ready for that. How things have gone, how things went with that, how things are going currently, and then he'll do a Q and A after that. But he'll be at a table near the vendors throughout the day for folks to get autographs, pictures, etc. Now, here's something interesting, and I'm going to throw this out. We'll be the judge of that. Go ahead. Okay. No, I I promise this is going to be good. (laughs) Uh Oh. So usually when Marco brings brings their their tent and everything that, that goes along with it, the pinball machines and all that, Mike Vinicor from Stern usually shows and represents uh, Stern in his association with the Mortal Kombat series and how he used to, well, it still is, so prolific on that game and what he did during development and just his sheer amount of skill on that game. It would be so awesome to have him and Johnny Messina go head to head on Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat 2. You guys ought to think we'll, about we'll that. We'll see what we can make happen. Oh, see, yeah, that we'll see would be so cool. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. And then to have them go head to head real life and see how well Vinicor handles. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, if you want to charge admission just for that alone, I'm sure that the guys would be willing to profit share on that. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They would be. Yeah. But uh, one, one of the other guests that's just he's more of a cosplay guest than anything is a guy named Fluke Skywalker. And Fluke is an awesome, awesome dude. And I, I kid you not, he looks so much like old Mark Hamill, you know, yeah. from the from the sequels. Yeah. That when I walked Current past, Mark Hamill. Current Mark Hamill, okay. yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. So I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> young Mark Hamill is young Mark Hamill. Old Mark Hamill might be misconstrued as 70s. But anyway, he looks so much like Mark Hamill does today. Yes. That when I walked past him at the Cincy Classic, I had to do a double take. I thought for a split second, they got Mark Hamill. <laughs> so he's going to be there all three days, and he'll have a booth as well with a nice backdrop and he'll take pictures with you and chat with you. And he usually brings a lot of props. So it's really, really fun to get a picture with Jedi so, master Luke Skywalker. So I'm, yeah, I'm looking at so his, cool. his webpage now. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he, he, does. Lo- he looks a lot like, yeah. he looks a lot like Mark Hamill. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to, I'm definitely going to have to set aside some time for that. So will he do all of the different costumes of Mark over the, over the course of the saga and things like that. And he's not quite that. Uh, what he'll do is he'll do just the sequel. Cause he looks so much like him, but he, he will talk a little bit about some of the other, the older stuff. He okay. just doesn't necessarily have costumes for that. Okay, gotcha. He is really big on donating to charity. So as part of what he's hoping to do here, and, and we're going to reach out to Norton Children's Hospital, is on Friday morning, he would love it if we could buy or donate some lightsabers, some Star Wars toys to go to the hospital and give out to kids. Him dressed as that, and then if we oh, get some other folks to get dressed nice. up as other Star Wars characters, that'd be a really fun, really nice way to surprise the kids there 
That brings us around to talk about the charity raffle. Last year's system worked very well where we did buy tickets and put them into the individual items that you're interested in. We're going to continue that this year with a little bit of expansion. So in the prior years, the charity auction, it all went into one pot. Correct. And then, and we then just you, pulled pull, you took a prize. And right. did, okay. Okay. So this, last, year we, last year we changed it so that we had individual buckets that you put tickets into sort of bidding on the items that you want. Oh, that's cool. Uh, last, yeah. year, last year we, uh, we're going to continue this year with the charity as donors choose. Org, which uh, we focus in on Kentucky schools, and that was very successful. We raised several thousand dollars of all the items that we donated last year. The show donates things, vendors donate things, some of our special guests donate things. All of money goes to charity, you know, 100%. There's, there's nothing we take out of it. Right, and, and we're going to be posting on Facebook exactly how that played out. Because what was really neat about the Donors Choose format is when we donated to different schools, and we always donated ones that matched from other corporations. So Verizon matched our donation of 200 or 300 here and there. And I think we did about six or seven of them total. We tried to pick schools that were really in financial need, the most financial need as possible, right? Yeah. And so the teachers or the administrators, after that, you know, donation had been met and they were able to get what they needed, one um, grade needed soccer balls and equipment to play soccer and, you know, cleats and shin guards and I think maybe a goal or something. The sports administrator had all the kids write out a really nice notes thanking us. Us and, and saying thank you to the Little Market Expo and everyone who donated and everyone who helped. We're now able to play during recess soccer, and that's really awesome. We really appreciate everyone jumping in and, and donating and helping out with that because it really is going to, to the folks who need it most. The format will continue. There'll be a charity raffle Friday and a charity raffle Saturday, two different events. Whichever day you come, uh, you can bid on items by placing tickets in the box. The items this year that we have on the confirmed list, we're still taking donations and, and uh, adding things all the time, but uh, we have a 50-inch 4K television. We have some really fun pack and Ms. Pack coach purses and wristlets. Really? That were, uh, coach did a <laughs> Officially Coach, yeah, real Coach products. They came out a year and a half ago, and we snagged uh, several of them as they went uh, out of production so that we could add it to this year's show, and that'll be exciting. We also have several of the countertop arcade one-up cabinets, one Pac-Man and one Centipede that are new in the box. Okay. So they did a countertop? They, they did, did countertops, they... And, and honestly, I can't tell you how good they are because ours are sealed still, so okay. we, don't, we don't necessarily huh. know. I, well, I just didn't realize. I've seen I don't the... think I've seen those. Yeah. I don't remember seeing those. They're I mean, nice and portable. Uh, yeah, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's the size on them, just out of curiosity? Uh, I'd say they're not quite two feet tall, okay. but maybe a little bit, maybe 22 inches tall uh, okay. or so. I, I think I would, about a 10-inch screen. 10-inch screen or so. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. huh. but okay. I, I think the joysticks are normal size, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The joysticks and buttons are normal size, and they're licensed titles. They have full graphics. They okay. look great. They look great, yeah. Whitney, I am looking at the full series or I, I'm assuming because I'm just I just clicked images of all of the coach pack stuff. Yeah. I had no idea. They're a lot had, of fun. I had no idea about that at all. So no, that's very good. Again, with this year, we're not doing Dare to Care, so please don't bring canned goods out. Uh, we explained that last year of uh, why we discontinued that. All money that's collected does go to, to donorschoose.org. Kids really need it. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's that's all very good work. All very good work. Well, guys, thank you for taking the time and, and spending anything with us. Is there? Do, do we miss anything, Corey? I'm, I'm getting the the the, one, the number one finger there. So <laughs> I think we've I got think a few. We, I think we still have a few things. Oh, do we? Things. Okay. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is the tenth well, anniversary, Whitney. Fair, fair enough. Okay. See, well, now, the failure here is is 
either they didn't share the, the notes with us or we didn't ask. Uh, one of the two. Yeah, so but that's all good. Well, we'll, we'll share we'll it with your listeners. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Have at it, Corey. What else? What else we got? So in in the in moving with the family friendly environment, we changed the ticket structure this year for admission tickets. We got feedback from previous years that we really want the entire family to come out and it to be an affordable day or weekend event for everybody. Okay. And so we added a new youth ticket this year. As always, kids ten and under are free with an adult with an adult admission. But we added a new discounted youth ticket for ages eleven to seventeen. We added uh, variable pricing for each day. Historically, the ticket prices for Friday and Saturday were the same. Sunday was a slightly discounted ticket since it's it's shorter hours. But uh, we have different prices for all each day. So. We hope that'll help fit into some people's budgets as well. Uh, oh. Corey, what are those prices? <laughs> it, it's funny. That Refer it, to their website. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry no, about we'll, that. We'll, we'll, we'll get those prices for you here in just a second. Yeah. We, we had them memorized. The Friday adult ticket this year is $25. The youth ticket for ages 11 to 17 is $15. Okay. Saturday's ticket adult is 30 Youth ticket is 20 Sunday's adult ticket is 20 Youth ticket is fifteen. Okay, and the weekend ticket for adult is sixty, and the and a weekend youth ticket ages eleven to seventeen is forty. Oh, very fair. So we, we're we're trying to the whole gamut of price points, not just a uh, kids get in free and everybody else is an adult. Yeah, yeah, understood. No, that's that's very good, and I, I think that should largely help help and a lot of families. The takeaway there is you're tr- you're making the show much more accessible. Yes, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Also, for a limited time, uh, if you if you. Uh, pre-order a adult weekend pass we are giving away we're calling it the super lax weekend if uh, if you pre-order online we we're doing a gift bag and some fun arcade swag this year and people always look forward to that too so there's a lanyard there's a badge there's some fun stuff in there oh cool so the full list we're still compiling everything and that'll be on the website yeah i'm sure that changes as, as you get closer and closer to the show and you and more things kind of get locked in i've kind of had a similar experience like on the car show side back in the day you get a goodie bag for mm-hmm. for early participation and sign up yep. you know that's the incentive kind of like with the games that you all have a better idea of attendance and kind of can, can kind of plan there's the incentive you get you get a goodie bag Yep, and you save a little bit too if, mm-hmm. if you if you commit, right? If you commit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You if spend you, all you weekend with us. We love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, so go ahead. Yep. I don't want to. We don't want to run you off. Okay. What else yeah. you got? The, go on. The other highlighted events we're having our retro trivia uh, night is on Friday evening again this year. Uh, that'll be at the main stage. Every year we have. Now a, is that all gaming related or is it just retro? Is it just. 80s and it's 90s all stuff? over the map all over the map yeah, okay it's all over the map that's cool uh there, there's prizes and giveaways and all kinds of fun stuff to to do with that bragging rights because it's really fun it's very competitive as well it's really cool on saturday we have the kids costume contest and later the adults costume contest which is always a hit come out dressed as your favorite arcade character or cosplay character and uh, we always give away good prizes and fun giveaways some of the other things we wanted to mention too since the goldenrod room which is that back room in the back corner on the other hallway is no longer going to be having the panels and whatnot we're going to use that room for more of the modern retro that we had talked about earlier okay. so it'll have gamecube xbox xbox 3 some extra xbox 360 games as well believe it or not we're going a little bit closer to modern and we're going to put a couple switches in there oh nice yeah yeah, yeah. with some mario kart and some super smash brothers and the thought there being is the focus is still obviously retro and it always will be but there are some folks who have never played switch 
there are some folks who have never played PS4, some of the newer cutting-edge things. So we want to give them an availability to not only play the classics, but also play some of the stuff that's a little bit newer. That room will be the modern retro, but we're also going to have a VR room in one of the smaller side rooms next to that room. Okay. And so the VR room is going to have a couple of PSVRs in there, which again is not as high, you know, tech or as fancy as Oculus, but you can play if you've never played it before or if you have and you really really love it, you can try out virtual reality on that. We're probably going to feature Beat Saber and Job Simulator if you guys have ever played those. They're, job they're Simulator. Oh, yes. oh yeah, my, my, do- my daughter <laughs> plays Job Simulator. She loves it. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. Well, hold, it on, is. hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. What kind of job does she do? Hey, oh, you, boy. Oh, yeah. You can work in like a restaurant. You can work okay. in a factory. You can work on a farm. I mean, there's there's all I, different I, types I of jobs. I have so much social commentary on that yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For I'm those just, who didn't see, Whitney grabbed his face. and oh, I'm sorry, Brent br- did. <laughs> yeah. And just he was about to start weeping. Yeah. It, 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 was, like, it, was, it was frightening. It was definitely old time radio is what that was. Yeah, so, it was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, job simulator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it, it just speaks to I, I don't wanna, the games. I don't want to go off on a tangent on their uh, uh, in their segment in Steel Thunder, but you will have to make a note. I've got an entire, <laughs> I've got commentary on that. Go yeah. ahead. Uh-oh. Well, it works really well for my daughter because she is not, uh, she's not able to legally work yet. But trust me, so you're training her. Is what I'm you're training doing. her. Okay, well, is you're, what I'm doing. This is brilliant. This I is brilliant. It. Okay. Yes. All right. So I, I've never heard of such a thing. Job, oh, so sim- your job simulator. Yeah, you're gonna have to come in there and play it. Then I, you're gonna love it. <laughs> now wait a minute. Hold on. Now every time I've walked I by, wait to see this. <laughs> every time I've walked by a VR room, you know, I look in. It's it's interesting in that people are just looking around at random, seemingly random things because they're in their world. They're right. in that virtual reality right. world. Now you want me to give Whitney the opportunity to take pictures of me doing that? Oh yeah. You have oh to ex- yeah. Oh you have yeah. To experience okay. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Just. Uh, yeah. At, Make sure you tag us when you when you put. I'll them up do it there. for the show, Whitney. <laughs> at Broken Token at Little Arcade love Expo. It. Absolutely, you staring it. into the ground, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, yeah, just wondering when when that when the corn is going to bloom and it come up and everything. Yes. Or yeah, if you're doing the job simulator one where you're in a cubicle, you can start throwing you know donuts at your cubicle mates and watch as they go. Hey, man, uh, it's really good times. But another thing we're going to have in there besides the two PSVRs that will be set up for people to play is a Virtual Boy. Now I know that doesn't sound exciting yet Mm -hmm. this virtual boy has been modded with what's called the virtual tap and that basically puts a vga adapter and grabs that video signal and we can output it so whatever whoever's playing that you know what they are seeing inside there everyone else can see the output of that because we're going to run that to a projector on the wall there so you'll you'll see what's going on inside there because a lot of people want to play you know, virtual boy, uh-huh. but you get in there and you can't play more than 30 minutes or your eyes will start bleeding. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the stereoscopic red yeah. evil. Your retinas just explode. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just it's bad for everything. Yeah. So hopefully people will, will see that and then get excited about potentially playing what we have on that, too. Yeah, awesome. Uh, that's fantastic. Beyond the VR room, and I'm sorry I keep going. <laughs> that's because, all right. No, because we changed the layout uh, pretty significantly, Corey had mentioned earlier that one of those back rooms had been Cardinal Gaming, and they had set up some systems and set up kind of a little storefront there and, and made a cool little room for us. But now that they're in the main room and they're just having their vendor tables, we're going to have that room. It's the Jefferson room for anyone who's familiar with the layout there. It's going to be called the Music or Rhythm game room so as part of that we're going to set up some your more random some that you know some that you don't okay so the first one we're going to have there is called beat mania and mm-hmm. it's going to be on ps2 and i'm not sure if you guys have ever played beat mania but it's a really fun rhythm game where you're a dj i can barely walk oh you my god you want gosh, me to play a rhythm really? game come on come on 
So first, you're going to do a job simulator. You saw me trip over the mic. At, at a club the to mics, learn how to I, DJ, yeah. and then you can go to the music room. <laughs> and then play Beat Mania. And play Beat Mania. Now, I want to yeah. I I play job simulator circle. as a stagehand so I could set up the band and <laughs> Actually, then go play Beat Mania. Uh, if you're yeah. going to be doing that, we're going to set up the PSVR Wednesday night, and you can come play that and help us set up <laughs> all throughout the weekend. Dude, I, job I really simulator, Little Arcade Expo. <laughs> it's moving that's, games. That's what we need. Yeah, here's your hand truck. Get, get yeah, busy. Yeah. yeah, Brent, thank you so much. Yeah. So we'll have Beat Mania, which is really fun. And then we'll also have Just Dance, which is a classic. Everybody knows Just mm-hmm. Dance. You move a little bit and you have fun with your Wiimote. And we'll do Dance Central as well, which has the Connect, which is also a really good one. And then we'll have Sing Star Karaoke, which to me is one of my all-time favorites because you're just singing 80s classics. We'll have the Sing Star 80s. I think it has a little bit of early 90s too. Super classic 80s. You know, sometimes I feel I've got to run away. <laughs> Let you sing both duets too, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> Get away from the... Anyway. Joe landed that. Wait, yeah, yes. no, yeah. I didn't. That was terrible. If you all want to cut that out, Wait. feel feel free. Feel free. But basically, Wait, some karaoke... You and I will not be duetting. Uh, that's sings. fine. Okay. All right, Perfectly just, I wanna... fine. I'm really disappointed. You guys should totally sing a duet. We'll record it. And we'll add, and we'll just send it to you. And you can add it in. It, it, it would be an instant trope, is what it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be beautiful. <laughs> yes, it I would. have no doubt. It'd be Your a definition. Beautiful may need some tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so now that I'm still on this train, okay. I'm going to also mention as part of that land room stuff we had talked about. The uh, the original PC land will still be there. The new Xbox 360 land will be there. We will also want to feature, and we've done this before in the past, but we really want to get super random, super old school, obscure, vintage, very cool computers going. Some friends of ours have said, hey, we have the most rarest stuff. We're going to put it up there. The classic computers is going to be off the rails this time. So we're going to have a Sinclair ZX, I think it is. I can't uh, remember, but it's basically they, they it's would a argue with Spectrum. You and say ZX Spectrum. Z- yeah, ZX yeah. Spectrum. ZX. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm not a I'm not an aficionado of, of the <laughs> You're not British player. either. So. That's yeah, true. That's true. true. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have that, which is a very unique, very random. It's got that. I thought it had a chiclet keyboard, but it's membrane. a membrane. And a membrane, membrane. Gosh, they are a pain. But it'll be fun. It'll be cool. We're also hoping to have a Coleco Atom, which are super, super rare. To even power one up, you have to have the printer. Yep. Do you all know? Power supplies through yeah. the printer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it, it, it just, it's crazy and, and magical. I haven't seen a working Atom since they were on sale at Children's Palace. Here right. I don't think anyone yeah. has. Wow. Yeah. And so we're hoping our friend Jason Bradley, aka Pickle, will be bringing that for us, and I'll, we'll we'll be contacting him about that. Because oh, he's got a new he's got a new nickname. He used to be the Pinball King of Louisville. Yeah, yeah right. Still is. Now, now, okay. oh, oh. now, hold on a second. Okay. P P K O L L. Oh God, Pickle. Okay, that's how that goes. Okay, little Pickle. There's there's other stories that go with that, but I don't want to tell those. What with with him not here to defend himself. Very fair. But his knowledge of the Clico Adam is quite extensive and. And he's got a lot of cool stuff that he's hoping to showcase on that. We might even run a tournament on that, but fingers crossed. I don't want to. I mean, that that would actually make a good session seminar, really. I, if, I agree. If you could just get him to go through what he knows of the history of, of the console and just Coleco as, as a company and things like that, that would probably bring some people in to sit down and listen to that. Oh, I totally agree. In yeah. fact, he told me a story that was really cool. I think he said... Either it came with paperwork or maybe he just researched this somewhere that they were trying so hard to sell these things that you got $500 off or a $500 shopping spree at Sears and a free Cabbage Patch Kid (laughs) if you bought a Coleco Atom because they were trying just 
anything yeah, to, to get, get them to get, get them to move. move. Yeah, to yeah. get them to move. Because wow. I guess Commodore had cornered the market yeah. at that time. Yeah. Speaking wow. of Commodore, the same person who has a Sinclair, Max Miners, thanks for helping us out. You're the man. He's going to bring a Vic 20. Between that, C64, the Millwood brothers, who are awesome dudes that volunteer and help us too, they usually bring an Atari, uh, the 400, 800, 1200. Yeah. They bring so many of those, yeah. maybe even an ST. And then Kirk will usually bring an Apple II, and we have a couple ourselves. So we want to have this huge classic computer section of stuff you know about, stuff you played, stuff you know is awesome. And then check out these things you've probably never seen, probably don't know how they work necessarily. Yeah. And one of my favorites is when Max told us, hey, man, I've got a Sinclair. I'm going to bring it. I said, did you get that to actually load a game off tape? Because I had never been able to. He said, no, no, no. I just downloaded the whatever the data audio was, and I loaded it through my iPhone. <laughs> so I just laughed. <laughs> All right, man. That's awesome. So Let's do it. Sinclair loading its software through an iPhone. To have, wow. a, yeah. to have an actual ZX80 here in the States is rare because yeah. they, they were huge in in Europe. Yeah, we had the, the Timex UK, Sinclair 1000 yes. was our version. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which was our version. Like you said, our yeah. version. It right. was, but it wasn't. Yeah, I had one. Yeah. It was, it was, oh, you did? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, was Com- yeah. I was Commodore, man. I was too. I just had a Tom X and Clay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's another thing I just wanted to mention. We're really hoping that that's going to come through and be a unique thing, especially for the folks who know. Yeah. Because a little kid's going to say, what? Load yeah. off the tape. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> what's, a t- what's a tape? Yeah. What is a cassette? <laughs> Start there. <laughs> Press play. What? <laughs> I don't want to run you I think, all I off. I think we've hit you all the highlights. So, so we've, hit, we've hit them. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. There's, there's always lots of stuff that goes on and we're still planning last minute things, but. I think we've hit all the highlights. Oh, it's awesome. It sounds like it's going to be a really fun show. I, I mean, like I say, the, the arcade games, the pinball machines, table stakes, it's really everything else that goes around those that really create the, the memory of the show. It, at least it is for me. Thanks for mentioning that. And also the 200 or so pinball and arcade machines that kind of are the highlight, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do, I believe it's around 100 to 110 or so consoles and old computers and that that setup is in the 100 to 150 range we have an exact count but i don't know off the, off the top of my head so as brent was mentioning you know it's really cool you know he said I, i'm there mostly for the pinball because that's what i like and that's what i know but it's neat to know that if i wanted to i can go immerse myself in some really fun console whether it's speedrunners or classic computers yeah. or xbox 360 land yeah. or psvr job simulator <laughs> um, that is that is so foreign to me yeah. of all the things we've talked about that is once you play it you'll understand <laughs> you'll, it's you'll a lot of fun it. yeah it's just I'm not sure i want to play it. it's cool to us that the little arcade expo brings people together who have different focuses and yes. then they say you know what I, I actually really did enjoy playing job simulator or i do like some of these old school consoles and old computers and vice versa some guys that show up saying i can't wait to play mario brothers 2 again walk over to the pinball world and say oh look my, at this this yeah. this is a work of art that, yes that is very fun to play you know yes. on the yes on and off the past couple years whitney we've talked about dream Dreamcaster, I have. Yeah. I was aware of Dreamcast. Not till prior Louisville Arcade Expos did I actually get to see and and play a Dreamcast. I was like, oh wow, this exists. This is a thing. That's what brought that into into my world. And then you know, we've talked about typing of the dead, which is oh, kind yeah. of the Definitely. the game that that kind of rings true in my family. Uh-huh. You know, my sister's family. It's the show that brought that to me who lived it. That's and then cool. to my niece who was too young to have experienced it orig- initially. Yeah. If you go there just for your thing, if you stay on your rails, yeah. 
you are missing so, so much. much. So much. So yeah. much. And, and I think it's fair to say that a lot of what the Louisville Arcade Expo is known for is... Not Us, only depend, Broken Token. That, and, yeah, exactly that. It, it's it, not easy now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, yeah, you've got to dial that back. We, we, we love your all's help, but yeah. come on. But... <laughs> It's no, all about Luigi. I, I, look, oh. I, I looked over and it took like a half a second for that to settle in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've I, I seen the, the consoles and the classic computing. I think that is one of the lanes that the, that the Louisville Arcade Expo is, is really recognized for overall. Because you could go to a lot of shows and I've I've tried to make it more of, of a target for myself personally to branch out and go to a few more shows across the U.S. over the past couple of years and this next year. But you guys represent well in that area of I guess showmanship or, or across everything that's brought the, everything that's brought to the to the showroom floor well, yeah so, we, we try to we try yeah. to so we are a little bit smaller than some of your bigger retro shows but what we try what we lack in size we try to make up for in quality quality yeah and I'm glad you brought up the thing about Dreamcast too because we always try to feature some of the most unique and fun and the Dreamcast the the history and story of the Dreamcast I could talk for an hour about because it you know it was a Naomi derivative and it was Sega's final stand and such a cool, cool system. But it's cool that you brought it up another way because it, it made a light bulb go off in my head that I did forget something. One of the other things we, we want to do this year is the NES shooting gallery. And we did something kind of <laughs> similar last year. And oh, people man. really, really loved it because, again, you got the CRTs. We had about five of them all lined up. Three or four were on Duck Hunt. One had Hogan's Alley. We want to expand that a little bit because that's something you can't really do as easily anymore. Not as many people hoarded CRTs like we did. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna try to to get that going again, and so multiple NESs on CRTs with the Nintendo gun games. Yes, yes, all set up, <laughs> good times for for all. And we and always have a duck hunt to tournament at high noon on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> at high noon. And the the trophy is all always right. the is the shooter the, the zappers the zapper the, zapper. the zappers yeah. Yeah. Gold, golden right. zapper yeah. gold and silver yeah, yeah. second place yeah. gets silver. We yeah. one year it was the year that we had the the booth on the far wall. Uh-huh. I had a black and white like portable TV and Whitney, what was that screen? It was like a five inch CRT, four, four or five inch CRT. It was tiny. It was tiny. And I had Duck Hunt on it. And more people played Duck Hunt on that than it went over much better than I thought it would. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was awesome. I played on that too. It's really hard because the ducks are tiny. It's teeny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was really, really good times. I'm sorry I'm jumping around so much, but this is just how I'm As we talk, I'm sure you're all remembering more things. Yeah. So you mentioned Dreamcast. And here I come back again to Dreamcast because I love it. One of the tournaments we did last year, and we're doing it again this year because it's super, super fun, is called Pole Caliber. So you're both staring at me, and I, and I like that you are because it should confuse you. It is Soul Caliber, which I'm sure you've heard of, which oh, is a yeah. wild, oh, yeah. super yep. great one-on-one fighting game, uh-huh. Namco. Mm-hmm. They're up to number six now, I believe. This is the original on Dreamcast, but you must play with fishing controllers. So <laughs> you have to swing those controllers around. You cannot use the buttons. You have to swing, and I believe one direction, like a downward swing, is a downward slash, and then a... Uh, you know, a horizontal swing is like a, a cut or whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's super fun to watch people flailing around with the Dreamcast fishing controller trying to kill each other. In a tournament format. In a tournament, yeah. 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 Last man standing wins. Uh, yeah, that it, is... It's really, really fun. That's spectacular. So pole, pole caliber, and we usually do that Friday night, but we'll officialize the schedule and have it out by the, you know... By Time this airs. Yeah. yeah. So... Awesome. Or, I think you all have done this in prior years, and th- this makes me think of this, guys. The thing about doing that is you 
can kind of prepare for it, but you kind of can't in some situations. It's like, oh, this sounds like fun. I'm going to get in it. It's a tournament. Great. It seems like you all have had some tournaments like pop-up tournaments or things through the years where it's like, we're going to play this game, but the tilt is different. It's a different goal, almost like pin golf. We always have surprise tournaments that you can't practice at home. And and some of them, we don't decide until two days before. We're like, okay, let's do this. And and then we sound like it's fun so that people can't practice. We enjoy that people just show up and it's like mystery game. No idea what you're going to be playing, but you know, we'll announce it an hour before. Yeah, and we want to give everyone a chance, right? So we don't want someone to play the game over and over and over and over again, and then they're just a shoe-in. We want anyone who just happened to attend, and let's say they came in Sunday morning, and they see Mystery NES Tournament. You know Mm what? I I remember playing NES. I think I could do pretty good in just about any NES game. And so we'll put one out, and it'll be super off-road. And (laughs) here you go. And it's just... The playing field is literally level. Yes, that's exactly what we're going for. That's exactly what we're going for. It's all about fun. It's it's just for bragging rights. Yeah. No, it's that sounds that sounds great. It's so much more than just than just walking the aisles and just picking out a few video games, picking out a few pinball machines. So uh, that's awesome. You guys are are thinking it to that level. Oh Ge- yeah, gentlemen. Is there anything else that we can touch on? And definitely, we need to make sure we hit on all the social media, all the URLs, uh, because as things are finalized, I, th- I think you mentioned earlier, Corey. That's like forty days. Forty days as of today from when we today. Record this, right? So yeah. it'll be uh, a few days less than yeah. that well, when this less airs. Than a month. Yeah. yeah, and as things finalized, that'll go out on Facebook and the website. Yeah, we we publish it to so. all the medias. Yeah, as we have things finalized. Come visit us at LouisvilleArcade.com on our website. Uh, you can buy tickets on there. You can see our full schedule of events and all the games that will be at the show. You can also visit us on Facebook.com slash LouisvilleArcade or visit us on Instagram at Louisville Expo. Whitney, we're going to have to get on the Instagram. Thing. No, we're going to have to. I, I've, Insta's where it's at. Yeah, I guess so. I it's mean, all about the pictures yeah, and the little Insta stories. I, I know, it's man. It's good I, times. I've just resisted that to this point because it's yet another channel to maintain. Insta's the yeah. new space. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'd love to have you follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. So Instagram, Facebook and uh, LouisvilleArcade.com. That's it. And gentlemen, thank you so much. And thanks for bringing all the machines that you do bring and, oh. and for supporting us all these years. Ten years. Gosh, that's crazy. to it's, think about. It is. It's it's crazy that it's been that long but we hope that we hope that you guys are still doing it 10 years from now because it's a staple here in the community and so much of our life kind of revolves around it every march we look forward to doing it every year and it's 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 fun to put a make this a decade's worth of classic and retro (laughs) gaming it's hard to imagine just to say but yeah we look forward to another 10 years and who knows what'll be vintage in 10 years right yeah we never would have imagined what's now yeah i mean you tell me about the wii and i literally have to sit down in like Go back in retrospect and think about my life now. Yeah, what's going to be ten years from now? I'm scared. Mommy, can we go play the Windows Ten machine? Oh my gosh! And it's like (laughs) you won't be able to boot that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, time takes its toll, but yeah, it's just it's just nuts that ten years. Yeah, well, gentlemen, it's been a great ten years, and I hope to have another ten. It's it's, like Whitney said; it's the premier event here. We we appreciate all your support. Oh, thank you, and the city's support. We love doing it for Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, well, if if there's any indicator, Louisville loves Louisville loves coming to the expo. So looking forward to it, guys. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all, all right, very much. So we'll see yeah, you at the appreciate show. It. See you soon. Grand Ole Game Room Expo 2019. I'd like to welcome everybody to the Golden Girls panel. And I'm Brent Griffith. I'm president of the Golden Girls Fan Club, uh, the Louisville chapter. 
And, oh, my golden girl's name, if anyone refers to me later, Stella. Go ahead. Uh, I am Jay Patrick. I am president of the Middle Tennessee chapter. Uh, I go by Mona. Welcome, Mona. Thank you. Uh, I'm fortunate. My name's Whitney, so I don't need a girl's name. So I just go by Whitney, and I am uh, I boycott the Golden Girls uh, fan clubs of any sort in any location, and uh, I stand by that statement. You hate the Golden Girls? So, so JP, I'm no fan. <laughs> it's nice to see you. Do you remember season two, it's episode nice. five? It's nice when to, there was some it's nice confusion to be in Tennessee. <laughs> I, you guys talk about the Golden Girls. You, I want to sit over here and think about Star Trek. You are a perfect foil to me. You realize that, don't you? I do. Yes. Yeah. But, it, but it's all natural. It, and it's become a game for listeners of the show. Uh, you know this. Yeah. I, I kind of like to put you on the spot. And never are you on the spot. <laughs> I, I, am, it, I am simultaneously disappointed yet happy. I, I, what are you disappointed in? That, that I didn't put him on the spot. Yeah, uh, yet I'm thrilled that he got past you it. You went through all the trouble to wear three shirts? <laughs> well, at first I thought it was going to be difficult, but it has been a little chilly in yeah, here. So I'm comfy. Good. I'm actually cool. yeah. I'm, I'm good with it, and I may put the other one back on later. But I'm rocking the Golden Girls shirt for those that can't, that, that are only listening to this. One of the strangest texts I've ever gotten from Brent was, that, that do you have a Golden, Gr- Golden Girls t-shirt by any chance? <laughs> I do not. I don't. <laughs> I don't know either of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Brent from the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast, and this is my co-host. I am Whitney. And Mona. And I am Jay Patrick. Mona, if you want. It's the informal name. From? Podcaster Roll. Right. Available now on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. Oh, he just went all in. And iHeartRadio. All right, so... We're all fine podcasts are found. Yeah. I don't yes. know. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. You, you want to do this now? Well, I want to do this now. I'm excited to see what's going on with okay, this. Okay. So, uh, I told Brent that I would like to uh, prove that I can actually read minds. So, we're going to start with like a. Oh, this a is going to be good. Do you want me to do Whitney? Is, it, is this like one of those 20 question things? No, no, no. It's three questions. Okay. Three questions. Three questions. Yes. I guarantee you I'll get at least two out of three. So, right. now, does he have. Does, now, wait a minute. I schemed on Whitney. Did, are you scheming on me? No. I Who do you choose? No, I do you want me to do? You guys, you can to- pick I, a total, well, none of these, I none of our this, audience are strangers. I, I think but, the crowd's been seated. Huh? <laughs> I think this crowd has been seated. Yeah. Whitney, you, you want to do this? Oh, yeah. Are you going to close okay. the door? No, he's running. Oh. You gonna, oh, oh, we're oh gonna dim the lights. some mood lighting. You're going to dim the lights? You're listening to the podcast version of this. Whitney just lowered the lights. I thought, do, do podca- I thought it was supposed to be podcasting after dark. Podcasting after dark. We can just turn the lights off if you want. Yeah. Well, Get crazy. Well, we could do that. Take our shirts off. Turn it down a little more. Someone go out and get us a Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Three questions. So does he have to write? No, no, no. I'm going to do all the writing. Well, I don't trust him to say that, you know, he could be thinking a tangerine and he'll tell you a triangle. No, no, no. You'll see. You'll see how this I works. do that. All right, Whitney. I'll clear your mind, Whitney. I'm going to ask you three questions, okay? Fair enough. Clear your mind. All right. You can actually be my assistant in this, Brent. If you, if you, I swear to you, Whitney, if you summon the Stay Puff Marshmallow, I'm going to execute you here in front of everybody. So I'm just going to stare Come off on, into the distance. Yeah. Right. Remember Ray. Whitney, yeah. the first question, I want you to think about growing up, mm-hmm. uh, elementary school. Mm-hmm. I want you to think of the first name mm-hmm. of a friend you had in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Quit jumping around. Settle on one name. 
got it. You do have it. I do have it. He's he's making notes. JP's making notes. Brent, hold out your right hand. Now, I just if you're listening on the podcast, I just wrote down my yep. answer. Yep. Put it in Brent's hand. If you ask me to eat, if you ask me to eat this, I swear. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right, now for okay, I'm, I'm maintain, for answer purposes, main, maintaining a clear mind. I, Brent has my answer. Okay. What was the name of the person you were thinking of? Colin. Okay, Colin. Patrick's right. So we have an we have like an answer sheet here. So I just wrote down Colin yeah. and said it in front of Brent. Yeah, or, it, it was with two L's though. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, I'm just, you don't know that I didn't write down. Fair, two fair L's. enough. Fair enough. I'm just yeah. All right. Your second question is fair enough. Okay, hold. hold. Clear your mind. Clear your mind, Ray. Clear your mind. The mind is clear. Okay. I want you to think of your favorite Marvel hero. I know you like the MCU. MCU, not even Marvel Comics, the MCU. Focus on... This is such a gimme, though. I, it, it, your favorite MCU hero. Focus okay. on it. All right. Yeah. It, this this is this your is, one you out have of to pick one. dead ringer. You have to pick one. If I tell the truth... No, see, what he's doing is he's trying to think of one to throw me off. He knows what he's thinking <laughs> I'm going to write down. You know what? If you want to do that, go ahead. Do that. No, 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 no. I, it, it, this, is, this is all truth in broadcasting. So I yeah. mean, I'm going to answer truthfully... It's just most people that have listened to, listened to the show know me, whatever. I mean, that, that's just that's a uh, simple go-to. Okay. Yeah. Then we'll make this a little more difficult. Oh, okay, fair enough. Think this of your favorite, favorite DC villain. My favorite DC villain? Your favorite DC villain. Ooh, now that's a good one. Think of your favorite DC villain. Yeah. All right. right. You're almost there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That, <laughs> but that's not the one you're going with. <laughs> <laughs> you think you got it? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to run out of hands, right? He's, Patrick's making notes for those listening. He's, All right. I just wrote the answer down. Are you sure? Right, my, my right Brent? hand? Okay. Right hand. Okay. All right. Now, now villain right. encompasses a pretty wide range yes. of activity. That's true. You're very complex. Uh, so, if, if you don't mind, announce the name that you landed on. Dark side. Dark side or dark seed? I've always I read it as dark side in my head. And maybe it's dark seed. I don't know. But. Is this like Louisville? Right. Just wrote it down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Final now, question. Now, now can clear I clear your mind? Uh, okay. Clear All your right. mind. Final question, and then you can tell us about dark side after we get done. Okay. All right. Clear your mind. Gotcha. All right. I want you to picture yourself driving down a street. Yep. You're driving down the street. Mm -hmm. Think about a street sign that you would see. The first street sign that jumps into your head. Okay. Focus on it. No, nope, right. not that one. Go back. <laughs> Focus on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. You got it. Okay. You're pretty skilled at this, JP. You know that? I mean, I'm impressed with the ability to lock on to these thoughts. All right. All right, close your fist, Brent. I just uh, put the paper, my answer in Brent's fist. I wasn't looking. Did he put that 20 in there? Yeah. I, I, I didn't. No, okay. All right, what were you thinking of? Daytona Beach. That is not what you thought of first, he first made, of oh, all. are you sure? He made, yeah. he made you, that up. Yeah. No, I did not make that up. The, the first street sign you think of. Yeah. yeah, when I said street, he thought of something else, for the record. 
All right. Okay. Uh, now let's let's. Uh, <laughs> He's you know, adamant. This, that this you're... is an impossible scenario. He's adamant. Like I said, always get two out of three. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to match the him saying, answers okay. that I handed Brent. He's going to look at the answers and see if they match up with the answer sheets that we created. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ready? Are you sure? Now, now, after this, can you bend a spoon with your mind? Maybe. Okay. Can we try? We, maybe we can try. Uh, okay. All yeah. right. Cool. All right. If this feel, fails miserably, I feel sorry for you. If it's successful, I'm scared. <laughs> Go ahead, Brent. <laughs> What do you have there? What does that say? That says dark side. Dark yeah. side, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, See, but but that but that is a that's a good go to though. Uh, is it? Are the, you're, nah. you two are playing me? All right, go ahead. This is backfire. Go ahead, Brent. No, 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 I no. Look, I guarantee you there's no play here. <laughs> look at the answers. What's that? What does that say? Stop sign. Because <laughs> when I said street, that was actually the first thing that Whitney thought of was a stop sign. Go ahead. That goes with Daytona. That goes with. Okay, so yeah. we're down to the name. <laughs> it says Colin. Okay, oh, uh-huh. if you say so. Okay. This was with your elementary school friend. <laughs> it mm-hmm. says Colin with one L. <laughs> ah. So two out of three, guys. Yeah. Good. Good one. Good one. Yeah. There you go. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I'll do this after the show for those in attendance if you want. Excellent. Yeah. But no, did we discuss I, any I of that? I want to see this again. Not, Wait, not did we discuss any of that? Not a single okay. bit of it. No. I, 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 I'm sorry. Don't take this to heart. But I don't trust either of you as far as I can throw you. I just, not at this I point. Just, I just All this stuff answered I the questions. I just answered the questions I was given. So you, will, well, you asked for a lot. Yeah, well, I, I figured we might you know, do it after the show. No, after the, no, no, no. Come on, Karnak. Oh, we can do it. I mean, I'm very tired. Oh, that is so draining. <laughs> There's a lot to run around in Whitney's mind. There, yeah. there is. And yeah. it, let me tell you something. It's dark. <laughs> oh, oh, I can only imagine. And I know this is a fam- uh, family-friendly show. A little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we're going through DC characters. Okay. All right. Okay. Just saying. Right, are, you, are you up to do it again, or you want to bow out? No, we can do it again. I mean, I did have to spin a wheel, but that yeah. is where it landed. Do you want to? Do you want to pick Bell? someone from the, Come from on, the audience? All right. Pull your chair up right in front of me. No, we got oh. no. We, oh, you, does she need to be close? Is this like. Oh, yeah. She actually does need to be on the mic. So. Yeah, it, it works best on the mic. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, sit down. Absolutely. Yeah. Brent, that means you have to be my assistant again. That's okay. All right. I'm trying to keep you honest, and I still feel like there's a game afoot. This is the most <laughs> compelling <laughs> just keep, uh, podcast I, you've ever I, listened just, to. Oh, yeah. Here, let's keep. Okay. Clear your mind. Uh, first of all, have we discussed any of this? Now, full disclosure. Wait, oh, wait a minute. I left you all in the game room. Yeah, full like disclosure. <laughs> we have had not, a conversation not, not tonight. Not me. This is the first time I've seen JP this year. That's true. Yeah. I haven't seen Whitney in a year. You know what tonight. this is? This is a cell phone. No. I talk to you all the time. Yeah. That's true. But this conversation, conversation, have we discussed anything about a trick or or how I could read your mind or any of that? No, I I had no idea. This this is all new to you, right? Okay. You said new or new? This is a family show. This is all nude to you, right? All right, clear your mind. (laughs) I want you to focus on when you were growing up and the model of the car that your family had, like your childhood memories, the car that you drove around. Oh, I'm glad you joined us because there's, there's games afoot. What? Perhaps Tom Fullery. 
<laughs> okay. All right. The model car. Brent, hold your hand up. I'll hand it. Hold it. Okay, what model car were you thinking of? Thunderbird. I'm sorry, what? A Thunderbird. Thunderbird. I wanted to make sure I had that right. <laughs> Thunderbird. All right. There we go. Answer sheet. We just got created it. the answer sheet. Okay, All I got right. it. All right, clear your mind. All right, I want you to think of the first video game. You remember playing. doesn't have to be the first video game officially that you ever played. But when you think about the first video game memories you have, what was the first video game you ever played? Think about it. Oh, you got it. Okay. I'm writing. I'm texting Mike because I want Mike to participate in this tomfoolery. All right. Okay. Now we're going right. to create the answer sheet. What was the answer? Was Super there, Mario Brothers. Is there, is there some reason, old Swami, that you can't write it on the same sheet? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just, I can't I'm write. Just asking, do you want I'm, me to write it on no, here? No, I can't I write it on I, here. I'm inquisitive. I'm just wondering. You know. I mean, I have to give you separate sheets because I have to do. I, it. I understand. Yeah. I've got that part of the game. But JP. no, if you want it right there, I can write it down like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our answer sheet. Okay. Now I want you to. Oh, wait a minute. I've gotten ahead of myself. I want you to... How many do you have in your hand? I have two. Two. Do you have two? Two. Okay. One, All right. Two. Yeah, okay. We're good. Okay. Uh, I want you to choose between Prince William or Prince Harry. Prince William or Prince Harry. Think about it. Uh, you're going back and forth. Yeah, he is cuter. <laughs> All right, so you've landed on one. You got it. All right. Patrick's okay. writing down the I'm answer. I'm writing down the answer. He's wadding it up, and he's put it, placing it in my palm. Okay. Do you want me to, which one do you want me to write on? I, I could care less at this okay. point. You're right on this bottle. <laughs> All right. So if you had to choose between Prince William and Prince Harry, who would it be? Harry. Harry. <laughs> we had an ask right. from the audience. Why? So... So we have all our answer sheets in front of us, Brent, okay. if you'll reveal the answers that I all gave right. you. So we have Thunderbird, uh, Thunderbird Super, Mario Super, Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, and, and Harry. Harry. And for the record, I thought I wrote terribly. Okay. All yeah. Right, fine. So. I have to write quick. The thoughts come to me Super very fast. Sad. What does that say? That, is, that actually says Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Her favorite. Her, the her favorite the, the video first video. Well, not her favorite, but the first video game. First video playing. game. Uh, that actually says Thunderbird. Uh, the uh, family car that she had when and she was growing up. Harry versus Albert? William. She William. <laughs> Prince William and Prince Harry. And it says Harry. Prince Harry. There I'm, you go. I'm a little freaked out now. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I, I did spend an hour speaking to you, and but now we it's discuss... like, oh, my gosh, what did you get out of me? Oh, while yeah, I was got, uh, you know. yeah, see? Yeah. See, that's wow. you got a pretty dark mind, too, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch those North Carolina girls. <laughs> All right. All right, JP. Um, there you go. Um, I'm <laughs> <laughs> done and done. I still don't trust you. Also, we have <laughs> them up here. If anyone from the audience wants to verify the answers, they're all written down here. Anything, Whitney? Uh, I am uh, focusing on clearing my mind. So are you <laughs> yeah, you really should. I'm good. You really should. Yeah, thank oh my you. God. Yeah, it's going to take a little around, while to get over around this. for JP. Yes. Yeah. I've got nothing. Well, 
I, I, I'm done. I've got Top that, that's buddy. Out. And that's why my name's first on the side. <laughs> um, so other than the Mystic Arts, what have you been up to? <laughs> Podcasting. Podcasting? Yeah. And we were missing Adam, unfortunately. Yeah, yes. Adam had to work his real job tonight. No, oh, couldn't well, be that here. happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. So. We'll give him a pass. I, just I, not, I, it's just not the same without him, though. No. He's yeah. the more entertaining of the two. He can't do that. <laughs> he, no. I'm not, like, I kid you not, we recorded our Halloween episode, which if you guys want to hear our Halloween episode, even though it's past Halloween, definitely worth listening to. Yeah. Uh, when we finished, I kid you not, we spent 30 minutes doing this. After the show, <laughs> real because I well there were three guests on the show, so I had to do that. To I was all, like, to I felt like a circus monkey. <laughs> <laughs> do your little tricks for us. <laughs> do it again, well, and again, was, and again. I can only imagine Josh's responses. Josh won't talk to me now. So if you've ever listened to his show, Josh is my brother-in-law. 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 I couldn't yes. remember yeah. if Brooklyn was your niece or your sister. sister-in-law. Yeah, my wife's sister. Oh, okay. Married to Josh. But okay. I've known Josh right. Longworth. It's okay. very, it's such a Tennessee story. Yeah. So, <laughs> fair, you, fair enough. You, I introduced the two. Have you caught up on his shows yet? Yes. Uh-huh. And, and usually Josh is the one that's kind of off the hook. And he's the one that kind of steers thing a little, and it, right on that edge. And even, you're trying to reel, oh, you yeah. had him freaked out. I have the app with me. The, oh, do you? Yeah, So the, on my what, phone. So this app, what, the app that they had, it was supposed to, like, you explain it. It's an EVP. Which means? Uh, what is it? Electronic, electronic voice, voice phenomenon. phenomenon. Yeah. But the app is just called Ghost what Detector. What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you pull up this app, and it monitors what's happening in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm not and then this, this EVP again. is supposed to uh, uh, detect. And decipher. Why did we not have that on during your little parlor trick? Oh yeah, that would have been crazy. So right now there's nothing. So I guess either there's no ghost in here, or but we'll leave it on and I'll let you know what words come up. Hey, no joke. When I was home alone the other night by myself, playing with your EVP, I just turned it on for uh, fun. Here are the words that came up: speak, all alone, hate. Almost there. Now, this is creepy. This is like right before Halloween, I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Then here just comes up. Like a ghost said here. Threat. Threat, threat, threat. Yeah. Graveyard. Graveyard. You know, you know what? Remain. You know what upsets me about this? Around you. That's creepy. You know what upsets me about this? What? Three or four years ago, I didn't think to write an app that just looked like a mixer that would just randomly post scary words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one of 50 words <laughs> yeah. that, I, that I could then monetize. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you listen, You heard the podcast. You heard what happened. So it looks all official-like and things are zipping by. It kind of yeah. looks it kind of like, looks none like of this means anything. No, it looks yeah. like nothing. This looks like the background of a C-grade sci-fi movie. Just something running on a monitor. Here's what I've learned about Commodore, this app, though. Commodore 64. Right before it posts something. Like the does it get all wigged the out? detectors really start to uh, build up, right? And then you'll see these detectors. I don't know how well you guys can see this that far out, but you'll see these detectors, and then they'll start to turn red, and then yellow, and then a word pops up right here. Apparently, that means a ghost is nearby. Mm. 
So we'll just let's see what happens. You think I, you think he should do his little mind trick on me and see what? Let, yes, because and see that, what it does. That's the only way to make the litmus test work its way all, right, all, all the way through. Trade me, trade me seats. Well, no, no, you can you can actually hold them yourselves, yourself. Okay, all right. Usually fine. that's how I do it, but I have to rip some more paper. So, welcome to the podcast where JP. Rip- oh, what is that thing? This this is what come all about your show, which is fine. What is that thing that Adam? Adam's not here. We can talk about him, right? He's not going to hear this. He doesn't listen to my sh- our show, does he? He doesn't even have a cell phone. No. He's <laughs> he got like a like a flip phone with like a little screen on it. Yeah, yeah he's got a burner phone. He's, he's got, got six a burner phones. <laughs> See ya. See ya. What is that thing he? What, what is the, the the YouTube stuff he listens to that's just no? Uh, oh, the AM. What is that called? A, the uh, a- a- ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. ASMR. How are you aware of this? Because I listen to the show, and you were. I just have terrible memory, which we yeah. all know that. Okay, so it's for folks that haven't listened to to a, who knows what ASMR is. Yeah. So I, I don't know how to explain it. The only thing I know of it is what I've heard on his show, but it's just like these sounds that are supposed to be what um, emotionally pleasing, mm-hmm. and it's like here's an example. Yeah, he t- as he takes or, a drink, or somebody chewing, or yeah. the or the sound. Of it, somebody and there's something just, about like, yeah, just wringing their hands or it, something like that. He, he got on the topic of one. It was like somebody like licking an ear or something on like a. Oh yeah, these yeah. are crazy YouTube videos. Oh yeah, yeah, it, and it's again, ridiculous. The only thing it's borderline during fetish. the only yeah. thing, oh yeah during did pop up. The only thing that I thought of is again like with this app, I'm irritated that I didn't get on that bandwagon. I mean, <laughs> think of it first. Oh my god, I, I don't even but here's the thing, and here's I mean this is after dark, so we can talk about this. Clean most show? of these most of these artists are attractive women. Oh, is that like is that the yeah, hook? I, I think okay. that's what right. it is. I think that's the dirty secret of that's, ASMR. That's the hook. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I haven't looked up any of the videos that that you're all aware. So I wasn't. <laughs> all right, you ready? <laughs> that's the case. That I'll own up to. <laughs> that I'll own up to. Yeah. Clear my search tissue. All right, right. <laughs> Clear your mind. Okay. It's hard to do. There's a lot running around in there. Okay. Like, this is going to be an hour of just me doing this over and over again. I can already tell. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> this makes for good radio. I would love to do this again. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I just hope, just don't ask me anything about, like, my childhood because I didn't have any friends. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Clear your I thought, mind. I thought if you had stock questions, I'm in trouble. All right, Okay, we have, okay, full disclosure, we've known each other a while. Unfortunately, yes. And if I ask you a question, I want you to be honest. If, if I, I ask yeah, you a question it, yeah. that you feel like you've told me the answer to, let you know. Let me know, and we'll change the question. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. All right, All right clear your mind. Intention. Oh, right there. We go. Okay. All right. I want you to think of the first pinball machine that you remember repairing. That's very specific. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, there's a. Are you sure there wasn't one before that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a. You might have a decent shot, like one in five, of knowing that. Do you want me to ask a different question? No, no, no. We'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. All right. Open your hand. Close your hand. All right. What was the first pinball machine you remember repairing? Adam's family. (laughs) As he scrolls down, Adam's family. Adam's family. Adam's family. Here, let's, let's move this right. out of the way. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's move that. All right. Second question. Okay. Clear your mind. 
I want you to think about the first concert that you attended and oh, who gosh. that artist might have been. The first no, county fairs don't count. The first real concert you went to. The first real concert I went to. Yep. Is that what Man. you're going with? I'm trying to think back, and I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Okay. Yeah, I know what I'm going with. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, open your hand. Close it. What's the first concert you remember attending? It was Heart. And if I remember correctly, and this is going to sound strange, I believe Weird Al Yankovic opened for them. That's what I was trying that, to that, sort that out. That is a very odd pairing, Yeah, there was a, it was an odd yeah. pairing, but I'm very odd fair, pairing. fairly certain that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Because I didn't, I, I wasn't on the Weird Al train. I wasn't, I was vaguely aware from like Dr. Demento, mm -hmm. but I was like, what is going on here? All right. Okay. I would have stayed, I would have stayed. Clear your mind. I'm going to ask you the false. same. Falls, <laughs> not false. False. <laughs> it's just false. I want you to clear your mind, and I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked the last time. If you had to choose between two. Okay. Prince William or Prince Harry. I know nothing about it. That should be easy. Either you just have to pick them. one. Okay. Pick one. Prince William or Prince Harry. All right. I've got Quit one. Quit going back and forth. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm going to stump them. I want to think of this. No, I'm going to think of this. Pick one. <laughs> I picked one. And I'm stuck with it. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. What did you write a book? <laughs> Close your hand. All right. Which All right. one did you go with? William. Writing his answer sheet. All right. All right. Now, uh, no collusion. No collusion. No. Shuttle. Did I say shuttle? Shuttle. Shovel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now you can open your hand and reveal the answers and see if they match up with the uh, answer sheet. As right. I hand them to Whitney. Whitney. What you got? going to look at them. What's the first one you have? <laughs> it does say heart and weird out. Heart and weird out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. First that, concert that you remember that, going to. That one was to. actually a little, uh, that, that one kind of hurt to read. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next answer? I mean, it was all fun have? and games until it was hard and weird out. <laughs> hard you and know? weird out. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, What's the other one that you have? That was the first concert he remembers Can attending, you, by the way. It, it does say William. But that, that's a 50-50 uh, dive Prince right there. <laughs> so you're going to give him that. Prince William. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to stand on that ledge, but the heart and the weird owl, that, that's, that was, pretty, yeah. that's standing that's, tall. That's standing pretty tall. So yeah. what's the last one that you have? Which I asked him to choose between heart or uh, Prince William and Prince Harry. No, no, it's Pinball Machine. Well, I mean, this one does say, <laughs> it does say Adam's family. <laughs> Adam's family, Adam. which is the first pinball machine you remember repairing, can, right? Can, can you ask me again what the what the winning lottery numbers are? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, because, here's here's the thing. Why does it say pushed? Yeah. Oh, it's a stab now. Oh yeah, just say stab. <laughs> it wants me to oh, stab you, JP. Here, I'll get it. You're evil. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm officially freaked out. Uh, he's he's brought our show to a screeching to halt. a screeching halt. So yes. what else would you guys like to talk about? <laughs> Something less creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I do think this uh, has merit in, in continuing to visit, though. Okay, we could do it later again if you, you want. Yeah, yeah, we have should. Have you ever made a large fixed object such as the Statue of Liberty disappear? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. But I know how David Copperfield made it disappear. 
it was all uh, angles and framing, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. Okay. And a very large black tarp. You ever done anything with white tiger? Lions? Nope. All right. I'm just yeah. checking. No animals, no kids. Do you still have your soul? No. Okay, no, there it enough. is. Right there. Well, so, then that's the explanation yeah, for all this. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. Well, just go buy a lottery ticket and call it done. <laughs> I mean, if you're, going, if you're going to make that trade, make it really so worthwhile. I, I've, got, I've got a serious question. With that ability, I mean, do you, do you enjoy movies anymore? <laughs> Does it? Well, I mean, I have to tap into it. So, the, 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 Oh, oh, so you just shut it off. So yeah, just can, shut it down. So you can enjoy. So I can enjoy it, yeah. yeah. You can enjoy it. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. Fair like enough. how I'm trying not to think about what Whitney's thinking about right now. <laughs> I have a tell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave that there. That's funny. Yes. All right. Well, you guys seem legitimately thrown. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm just, I mean, I, I am a bit befuddled. I, w- I will say that. You know, I'm, I'm just going to go right out and go right ahead and say it. So. If you want to think, you both are trying, you're, you both are thinking the th- same thing right now. Excellent. Well, you're trying I, to figure I, out not, how I do it. Oh, no. I'm, oh, I, yes. Yeah. I've kind of already got that. We'll discuss that later. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a couple iterations. Truthfully, I... Well, we could do like the old Penn and Teller thing. Yeah. I'll oh, figure out how I do it. What's... Yeah. Uh, um, do you want me to tell you how? I was just thinking... If you don't have it figured out, I'll tell you how the show, that, That's the show... Now, wait a minute. Are you talking about the, the BS show? Or don't they, don't they have a show... Or did they, where they had magi- other magicians come in and they had to stump Penn and Teller? Oh, I think it was, yeah, that was one. Yeah, and they okay. could figure out how to do it. I so, actually saw a bartender do this twice and figured it out. Do you want me to tell you? How about no, no, I, I tell you? I'll, I'll do it. Okay. And then, and then, but I'll well, do they, it and, and, and uh, show you guys how I do it. Yeah, no, they, I mean, this okay. is, this you, is you, great. You, so, if, if like, to start yet, out, uh-huh. to start out. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait. So, you, you. Oh, you want to tell him how you think I do it? Okay. You guys got it figured out how I do it? Yeah. Okay. So the key to this is when you're first starting out and you want to do this for your friends, pick a 50-50% question to make one of the questions. So when I said, do you pick Prince William or Prince Harry, I did have a 50-50 chance. That's exactly right. Getting that. Yeah. I mean, that, so that's, that's kind of like light side, dark side kind of deal. I know. But, and then stop sign, when you think of stop sign and you think of street sign, yeah. that's going to be like the first thing. That is always going to be your third question. Your third question is always a 50, the one. A 50-50. Uh, 50-50 is the yeah. best. Yeah. And then you can say, I always get it two out of three times. Yeah. So when I ask you to clear your head and uh-huh. think of something, I'm going to write down what I think your answer is going to be for it. So we're going to do it with Brent again, but this time I'm going to actually just put my answers down here. So the last question I'm going to ask him is Prince William or Prince Harry. So I'm going to write down my answer. And then that... I, that is going to be the first thing I write down. So clear your head. Think of a childhood friend. Do you have it? I'm going to write down the answer. What I'm actually writing down is the answer to the third question. It's just going to be Harry. And then I say, Brent, do you have it? And you say, yeah, I have the name. I'm like, great. Hold out your hand. I'm going to wad this up, which is going to look like every other wadded piece of paper in your hand. Yeah. Now fold your hand. Brent, what was the name of your childhood friend you were thinking of? Yeah. Yep. What was it? Uh, I don't know. I just thought a name. Steve. Steve. I had no friends. Oh, okay. No, I care. Steve. I don't. So now we have, I wrote down Steve. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So now we have Steve right here. So now I know that's the answer to the first question. And he already has the answer to the third question. Mm-hmm. So 
what was the model of your family car when you were growing up? Mm -hmm. Do you have it? Yep. Do you have it? You focused on it? Mm -hmm. I'm going to write, write down, down Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write down Steve Und. Yeah. So, oh, okay. <laughs> now I'm going to wad this up. Now put it in your hand so it looks like every other piece of paper in yeah. your hand. Yeah. So but, you're guaranteed two out of this. So story. what was the model yeah. of the car? Yeah. What was the model of the car? Um, Impala. Impala. So now when we get to the third question, which I already know is going to be Prince William or Prince Harry, mm -hmm. I say, choose between two, Prince William or Prince Harry. And then you write down Impala and hit it. And then I write down Impala when he <laughs> is choosing awesome. yeah. between Prince William or Prince Harry. Yeah. Good job, man. And so. Good job. Oh, yeah. That's the one you hold. Solid. That's the one I hold. Yeah. And then I say, who did you choose? <laughs> and you say Harry. Yeah. And I write that down. And then you match those up. Yeah. And that is how you That's read awesome. someone. The slow clap is definitely deserved. But I liked it more when you thought I could read mine. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. The, the banter that you exercise during the whole process. Is to it, not it, make it, you it think of the fact it. of how I'm doing it. Yeah, I don't, exactly. want, to, I don't want you to focus it's on how completely and totally diversionary. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. all it is. Good stuff. Yeah. Very well, good stuff. Came, at least you came clean. Yes. Well, that's half the show. Oh, well. <laughs> what, where's your, what you're at? Does, did it say liar, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> it still says stab. Did, it says stab. So, so the, the ghosts want to kill us after talking about that trick, right? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll, we'll take it up with the ghosts later. So what else, guys? No, now they found the secret and they're out. <laughs> they're go, gonna, it's, they're, time, it's time hey, to go make some money. Go yeah, win some bets. Go. Yeah, yeah. I'm I thought I could read your mind. Yeah, I'm going to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Free drinks tonight. <laughs> but seriously, I saw a bartender do it twice and figured out how he did it. Yeah. Now, all the other bar tricks he did, I have no idea how he did it. But that one I figured out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good, though. Yeah. It's real good. They used it to, presents well. It's interesting to know that that's still kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. my, my uncle... He uh, uh, he owned a few bars and, you know, he bartended and, and had some restaurants. And that was in kind of in my mind, that was more the time that's like, what was the uh, what was the bar movie that had Tom Cruise in it? Cocktail. Cocktail. Yeah. It was kind of more of a showy thing. It was whereas today it seems like it's just more of straight service, mm -hmm. you know, and there's not as much. Showmanship. Showmanship. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. had this myriad of these tricks where, you know, he'd. He'd walk off and he'd leave a, a salt shaker sitting on, you know, on edge. And right. just all kinds of just oddball things like that. And he could set them up real quick and it would just look like he just, he just did it. And, you know, I guess at the end of the day, that keeps people interested yeah. in what they're doing. They come back and they take And they more. give you a bigger tip. Yeah. Yeah. So. Works out well. Yeah. It works out real well. I mean, I mean the showmanship is is 80% of the believability. Uh -huh. It really is. Yeah. So good job on that. Thanks. Yeah. And so everybody did. Now, did you come clean with the rest of no. the Halloween party yeah. I went to where I did this like oh, 20 times? No, no. I meant like no. this. <laughs> no. There's a bunch of drunk people from Fairview, Tennessee yeah. that think I can oh, read yeah. their mind. Well, is, it's as fantastic. As, as long as they're amazing. Handing, as long as they're handing you twenty dollar bills for yeah. every round that you do, that's all that matters. So there was you, one guy that wouldn't talk to me the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's so. Awesome. He wouldn't look me in the eyes because he thought <laughs> he I was, was actually peering into his soul. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're thinking about your mom. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> 
I'm actually crying. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's, That's solid, man. So I think solid. you missed your calling, JP. Yes. What? See, I can't magician? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not. You, you see, I've tried to do sleight of hand before and it's really hard. Oh, it's you, extremely you, you hard. You seem like you would end up You'd start, and you'd be all right. Then you'd be, it would be a little disgruntled, kind of like the Ghostbusters at the beginning. Ghostbusters too. Yeah, when, when they're yeah. doing when they're doing birthday when they're doing birthday parties and yeah. you know, the cars, you'll oh, belch yeah. your black smoke. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, happy birthday, Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we almost made it. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we that blew. is actually the story of my life. I've almost made it. Almost made it. Yeah. Blow yeah. over money on a cool firehouse and arcade games up on the second floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it could work there's out. There's worst ideas. No, oh, that's true. Yeah. Are you so? Are you excited for the next phase of the MCU? Um, you know it's funny you say that. <laughs> and Whitney, I think you'll probably be with me on this. I was thinking the other day. I don't know that I am. See, and that is exactly where I have landed. Yeah. Because I had so much emotion mm-hmm. invested. invested in the last ten years of the MCU. It now looks in, in growth and change is inevitable. I get that. Okay. I've got no problem with that. But the splintering out in the You think the, it's the, too much? I, I think I think it's too much and I, I, I really do worry about the cohesiveness because they were telling a very linear story, but sometimes non linearly. Right. And now I don't know that they're gonna be telling the, this this grander story. It's now now they've set the stage, and it just feels like it's just a bunch of diving boards that are going to spring springboard everywhere. Oh, so you're worried and, about so much branching? Yeah, I'm I just mean, wor- I'm worried about the branching and the dilution of it at this point. Yeah. I, I just I don't think they can get lightning in the bottle the next time around. Well, I would think it would be difficult because look what you have to live up to. Even if they did it better. They've already done it for the first time. Yeah. And my, my thought is, is you had, I guess, to a, a certain point, some movies that were kind of like bottle episodes. Yeah. But there was always, even if it was minor, there was a little advancement of that core story. Yeah. So to a degree, you you didn't have those. If, they're, if you think they're going to branch and run these separate stories that aren't yeah. going to converge. Yeah. They... They kind of had it, but they just didn't run very far. They didn't you run. They, they didn't run very far, and they stayed true to a central story. And they they just veered enough to give you that sense of 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 a larger universe. But then they'd always snap right back to the core set of characters and keep and keep a a running storyline moving. Now, when it gets so big with so many, I, I hate to say this, B characters and C characters, I, I I'm gonna. I'm going to care a lot less. Yeah, but don't don't forget that at the time, Thor wasn't exactly an A character. That's true. And the Guardians of the Galaxy certainly weren't even like a B or C that, character. That's, that's, that's very true. So they did pull some magic tricks of they, their they, own they, they were, they really through did. the course of the first 10 years. Well, yeah. so like they, Guardians, they really did. you know, Guardians, I, I, I didn't read comics. Yeah. Okay, so to me... I never I, read. I, I can't read. I, I, well, you didn't? <laughs> no. Just minds. Just minds. Just minds. You can, you, Just minds. You can obviously write... Barely. But then, then there was who was that gentleman from Kentucky that would go into that? Do you know even his name is Whitney? No, oh, yeah, I said that? gentleman. No, there was. <laughs> I think he, I think he died in the late sixties, early seventies. His name escapes me, but he would do this trance thing, and it was almost like a future telling. Oh, uh, this Ed, Edward H. Casey. Yes. Do you do you know? 
No. Now that shocks me that you're not aware of. No, I don't know. Yeah, you need no. to look up Edward H. Casey. Yeah, I'll so rule him right now. And it was kind of one of those deals where proud of me, aren't you? Yes, I am. Exactly. And exactly. I take I take back everything I said about you earlier. Yeah, no problem. I, I do trust you with my life. <laughs> exactly. It's in good hands. JP on the other. No. <laughs> so he, he would. He where, how did I get on this? We were talking about the MCU. Oh, oh yeah. So MCU. I, I I had no I had no idea, and to me that's probably what helped make Guardians such a hit because it if you didn't know you didn't know yeah and we also look at the first few years of the MCU through rose colored glasses now there's no doubt because you know Captain America when we first saw it the first the first Avenger was just yeah. okay it was good yeah Dora the Dark uh, Thor the Dark World yeah mm. you said Dora the Dark World Dora the Dark World <laughs> that one too that, that would be that, I would love to a, see that's a phase 8 movie that is was, what that is Dora the Explorer that one, yeah. that one went right to VHS yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like uh, Thor the Dark World not you, great you all yeah. you don't, you're not a Thor fan you don't you don't do the Thor I loved Ragnarok Ragnarok was good yeah, yeah. I actually really liked the first Thor movie yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was it holds up and it is a visual spectacle mm-hmm. to go back and watch it. Yeah. It really is. It's very Shakespearean. It, it very much so. The first Thor movie yeah. is very Shakespearean. Yeah, very much so. It, but you're talking about things branching off, and I th- I'm thinking the opposite, even with the current stuff. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, well, when they would do this bottle movie, and if it was uh, uh, The Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. you've got chaos abound, this person that I'm trying to deal with. You know, he's a relatively equally matched. You know, adversary, mm-hmm. call Tony. Mm-hmm. You know, all these other relationships are built. Why are you, you know, on your? And, and the same thing can be said for just about all of the movies, other than the off-world movies. Yeah, you know, Guardians or stuff. You know, yeah. so that that's that's the one thing personally that kind of took me out of it. Mm-hmm. And then I think if you know, if, as you add those B characters, yeah, if you want to look at it that deep, that's. The same can be said. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's definitely saying it uh, a, a different way, but arriving at a lot of the same conclusion. Because now, I wonder who are we going to have to knit this universe together going forward? I, because we've lost, we've essentially lost two of the two of the main core characters that were there throughout the entire ten year run. Well, well almost the entire ten year run. And um, well, they're all not like Dick Clark. They're not going to live forever. That, that's exactly you know? right. that's exactly right. But so that's I, but you just it just feels like some of the cornerstone storytelling is is not going to be there anymore. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that kind of disappoints me. I will say this: when I when I wrapped up watching um, uh, Endgame, I mean, I sat there for a second and and I really felt a sense of loss because it's like this really this ride is really over. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's done. Yeah. It's done. And Far From Home was good. It was really good. Uh, and, it, and it definitely explained a few things. And I, and I think it, it, it was almost like the cherry on top of the, of the, the Sunday, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I definitely had a sense of finality and almost a sense of gloom after, after watching Endgame and, it, and when it just wrapped. I was yeah. like, Everything that I everything that I always look forward to, it's kind of done now. But it's man, good. you're you're going to take it hard on this next Star Wars movie in December, I, aren't you? Oh my gosh, man! I'm going to take was it, it you all hard. About, I, I I try to avoid all this stuff, but you know, I, maybe it was you all were talk, talking about. I mean, they're gonna it's, they're going to lay waste. 
Lando's going to die. They're going to destroy the Millennium Falcon. It's all gone. Oh, they're going to no. clean the slate. Was, that, well, for, that wasn't us. That, yeah. I don't like see them doing that at all. Yeah, no, I'm I don't see him doing it at yeah. all. Especially not after they built a huge Millennium Falcon in you know, yeah. Yeah. Disneyland for, parks. For prop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you say take it hard. I'm definitely going to take – I'll definitely take the end of the saga hard. There's no doubt about it because – I freely admit I get so invested in these characters and these stories. And Brent, we were I, I mean, I said it in jest, but it's the truth. I mean, when when my wife and I watched both of the Picard trailers, I looked around and I mean, I had I had a tear in my eye. Yeah. And she did as well. And yeah. it's like I and I freely admit that. Why? Because I'm a guy named Whitney, you know, and that's just how it goes. But seriously, I mean, all joking aside. I mean, I get invested in this stuff. You know what? It, but it's because it brings me so much joy. Yeah, and it, it yeah, really does. Pure you know, nostalgia. You know what yes. just broke my heart about the Picard trailer? What's that? It wasn't Kirk. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riker was there. Yeah. yeah. And so was Data. At some point, he's got to sit in a chair. Oh, and he's got to he's got to hike that leg. Yeah, right exactly. Over. Yeah. yeah, he's got to oh, do the yeah, Riker they're, sit. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're going to yeah. do all the tropes. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I'm sure. I hope so. Yeah. I'm and, disappointed and, if they don't. <laughs> and I'm interested. What was what was the last um, TNG movie? Nemesis. 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 I yes. realized um, several months ago I haven't seen that movie, which I oh, thought. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and I had I had caught a bit of it, and I knew what it was. I realized what it was. I'd seen enough of it or the characters to realize. And then I and I started watching. Like, all right, I've got to stop because I haven't seen this. So I've caught the very end, so I know kind of what ends up happening. And I mean, I don't know if we're going to get into spoiler alerts well, here. Well, I mean, the I movie's know, been out for so long. I, but, I know. But you know. saw what happened to Data yes. and, and why he did what he did. Yes. Okay. I, so I'm up, I'm up on that, and I'm just okay. kind of interested to see. But it's, I guess it's like comics. You, there's ways around all that. You know, you can, mm-hmm. you can resurrect mm-hmm. Data. You can figure that out. He's an android. Yeah. He's a machine. Yeah. Well, but so. he was. Do you know what I'm talking about? He was kind of. He was left. It. It wasn't data. He. It was. Uh, Lar. Mm-hmm. Was that okay? So I wasn't 100 percent sure what that what that chassis or that frame or that it, it, incarnation it, it, of data it, was. Yeah, when they in the trailer when they opened the when they slit open the drawer. That's that, Lar. That, that, that's Lar. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Lar. Not what was his brother? The evil. Lar. Lar. Okay. All right. Yeah. What am I thinking of something else? All right. No. Oh, car. Kitten car. Oh, now. Kitten so, car. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Something very similar happened in But actually, yeah, JP's right. Something very similar happened there as well. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, when I saw Data in the trailer, I was like, oh, well, I figured they have to bring you back. If they're going to do Picard, they're going to bring back Data, of course. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. this will be a, uh, you'll see all your favorites. It's not the series isn't going to be about them. No, but they'll come in. They'll I was in I was excited that Seven of Nine, yes, is in there. Yes, yes, that's great. Yeah, yeah. You uh, mean Jerry Ryan? Yeah, yeah. She's also known as Primary. I mean, has she done anything else outside of at least not that I've seen? She's known as Seven of Nine. Seven of Nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By and large, I, I think that's the role that has defined her career. Mm-hmm. Let's put it yeah, that way, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good work. Have you gone back and watched? Did you watch Voyager? Uh, I was in and out of Voyager. Really? Yeah. Deep Space Nine, I've seen all of, and Next Generation, I've seen all of. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen all of the original series, all of TNG, all of Voyager, and uh, I've taken your advice. We're about a season and a half into Deep Space Nine right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I had never 
watch Deep Space Nine from beginning to end. I always just dabbled in and out. So we we're we're starting. Worf I, is better on Deep Space Nine. Yes, than absolutely. Good, good. They yeah, do good, more good. with this character. They, they do more with him. Yeah. Well, he yeah. he actually, it takes a couple seasons to get run up. It, it, and spun and that's, up. A, that's okay because he definitely. He definitely grew quite a bit in TNG. I yeah. mean, if you go back and look at the first couple of seasons of TNG, he is completely in a hundred percent one-syllable word disposable character, mm-hmm. and they they do enough development with him that you do care about him by the end of yeah. the by the end of the show. Have you seen any of the compilation videos, like like the Shut Up Wesley videos? But there's one of just like all the shutdowns of Worf. Oh, is Worf, that right? Worf would come up with an idea, and it was I mean, it, yeah. it was some variation of blow them up. Yeah, yeah. and they were like. <laughs> No, and then yeah. they would go on to the next. Yeah, so it's just those. Cut yeah, the first two or three seasons, Worf always went to let's just kill him. Yeah, yeah. Let's and just it was him. always yeah. the, the Klingon no way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 the Klingon way. There's a very similar video for um, the Big Lebowski. Oh, I, and I've I know never seen that movie. I'm gonna whisper this because yeah. it's all the fu Donnies. Oh, is and it real? Oh, yeah, from yeah. John Goodman's character. You know what? I'm sure that, one right after the other. Right I'm, I'm sure that all of them. When they're done that way, they really tie the room together. Yeah, they yeah. really do. <laughs> See, I've never when, when the when there was the hype and what I'll be here all night. Thank you. <laughs> is that it? Is that a reference from the movie? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> See the big Lebowski. Yeah. Wait, wait, dude, you have never never seen it. The dude says this wheel. This wheel. I know that. I know. And well, Le- oh, Lebowski man. fest, like if it isn't the biggest, it's one of the biggest like Lebowski things or it's in Louisville every year. I, yeah. I, I, and I, and I have, I I'm have, telling you right now, if I lived in Louisville, I would be at Lebowski Fest. I have yeah. no desire to go down to wherever Lebowski Fest is and just check out all the people walking around. Jeff, just like Jeff, uh, the dude, the, the dude. dude, Jeff, yeah. what's yeah. his name? It's the dude. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Let's tell him it's Jeff Goldblum. It's Jeff Goldblum. No, it's not. <laughs> I know better than that. Yes, yes, yes. It's Jeff Bridges. Like, as in Tied the room together. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I, I'm with you, Brent. I have no desire to to roll into that crowd, but the genius of you that think we movie, should read Emoto, Emoto's mind? You think we should? Nothing. Nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> okay. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Oh no, pictures. Wait, but you're aren't you from California? Yes. But you wow. said y'all. Oh, okay. Right. I actually right. think okay. she said you all. No, but she said you're from Kentucky. We, 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 just, we just heard it a different way. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right, so let's let's bring a screeching halt to this so she can take a picture. Go ahead. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> all right, one, two, three. Cheese. This is amazing <laughs> audio. You. No, the genius of that movie cannot be understated. What, Tron? Uh, no, well, I that, absolutely that one is, agree. That one as well. Hey, the, the Big Lebowski? Oh, yes. So when that when the game came out, <laughs> when, did, when did you and I go to Chicago? 2014. 2014? Yes. And that was all the hype was that game. That yes. was before. And it was, it was a lot of fun to play. That's before it swelled the bowl. Yes. That, that's, I, that's when Dutch. I went to go see it. Uh, my, thought, my, my mindset was to go see the movie to understand it a little more. And yeah. I just, I never made it. I didn't yeah. make time to it, see such it. such venom in your voice when you're like, that game was all the hype. <laughs> well, it kind of make a Golden Girls game. You're gonna be first. Oh, one I'd be all line. about that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Emoto. Well, she's. What would she the? Uh, <laughs> it was. It was a gag earlier. <laughs> that it didn't work out. Okay. <laughs> it was. A, it was a. I felt good about it. And Luckily, then, we had bar tricks. Then Whitney. Yeah, yeah, we had bar tricks, and, and it was it, in my effort my continuous effort to corner Whitney and it 
as often happens, well, it always happens, it failed miserably. <laughs> he just went with it and just spoiled it. What are some of the other ways you've tried to uh, corner Whitney? <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm always trying to put him on the spot, especially yeah. in I the show. I cocaine in his death drawer. And I, I'm large time, I gave, him the water, I gave him water and he didn't realize the seal was already broken. And meth, no. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him speed. I try to be pretty much unflappable. Yeah. So. He is like the rock. I loosen the lid on a salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> Hit his phone. Yes. Yeah. All, all good. But, no, I, I mean, getting back to the whole MCU discussion, I, I, I mean, I'm definitely going to invest the time in it because I have invested the time in it up to this point, and I have such you're, you're love drawn in, the, you're hooked in. I, I'm, yeah. I'm hooked, and, and I'm I'm hooked by my own accord, and I admit that, but I don't think I'm going to look at it with the same sense of wanderlust that I looked at the first ten years, where I would, I mean, I've marked my dates on calendars to go see these movies and i did the little advent countdown calendar and stuff it's like 14 days time <laughs> oh, stuff like that you must have been really disappointed on day 13 did you get like a rollo or something <laughs> well i actually i mean three is the one i'm you know something he's changed up on that i'm still solid I, I, you no. know something i'll say this uh, the whole thing with iron man 3 is the the previews that they should when they did the commercial cuts and the previews they cut that preview to make you think you were getting a different movie than you got. They made you think Iron Man is in this movie. Yes, and, he's and, not. and Iron Man is actually only in the movie for maybe 52 seconds yeah. out of the movie. But the thing about it is and I had such venom for Iron Man 3 probably for the first couple of years. And then I went back and watched the entire MCU gate just from start to finish in, in quote, the, the CNET proper order. And I actually have flipped on Iron Man 3 to the point where I, I now appreciate it for what Shane Black could have done, for, what, for whatever he could have done with that movie, he did it. Yeah. And it's like, it's actually not that bad, mm -hmm. but it's still not what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. Oh, okay. Okay. We're done. I'm what, DL what do you, what do you think? Because MCU, they, they rolled out several movies. Mm -hmm. They were, if you think about it, they were relatively quickly paced. Okay. You had uh, a, simil, uh, a common universe, but disparate stories. Why didn't it work for Star Wars? Why did they have to just tap the brakes and say, okay, I'm going to slow down. Uh, uh, it's just not working. What do you mean now? Yeah, because that, that's you know the, it didn't work with because clearly the Solo. Star Wars fandom is the most vitriol <laughs> fandom around. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. I, 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 too much, too fast. They didn't have that build over ten no, years it's like to really. No Star Wars fan likes anything. Yeah, I will. I will they didn't like the prequels when the prequels came out. Yes, and yes. now. Those same people that hated the prequels hate the new stuff, but love the prequels. Yeah, and, and the thing is, it, it's cool to now like the prequels. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, all the prequels right. have been. I'm, I'm not up with. My, my thing is, is, it's like, why can't we all just be happy that we have new Star Wars movies? And Whitney, if you Whitney. like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. Let's we just don't address. Okay. Let's we just, don't want to be happy. That's <laughs> a problem. I want to be happy. Let's just address. I cried when I saw Picard. I yeah. want to be happy. Oh, I teared up when I saw the Millennium Falcon. Yes. So, you know. Yes. So let's just address the, the 800 pound grill in the room. Hey, when, hey, hey, when, hey. When are we going to get that joke? When are, <laughs> 
I'm working on it. I'm when working I, on I'm it. I'm a work in progress here. Yeah. When are we going to get a new Star Trek movie? Another another Kirk? Uh, no, we need uh, another Kelvin timeline another movie. Another Kelvin timeline movie. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Well, yes. you know there's a rumor that Quentin Tarantino wants to direct a Star oh, Trek Oh, I'm out. Well, Don't care. Okay. Don't care. It's, he's Brent, that Brent's Maybe. back. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Don't I, care. I mean... <laughs> But you are going to get one. I mean, it's just the it, the, the franchise is too big. They, yeah. You will get it. Yeah. Now you may well, get they don't, a, a third timeline. Yeah. What shocks me is is that they're they don't earn like the, the Star I, I, Wars. I know. It, it, and, it's, and it's a shame because they're good stories. But they never because, did. Because actually, but I the think Star Trek movies never did. I know, but I think they're actually better stories. When when Ooh. I think they're when you got into the Voice next home. When you got into the next, I love movies, it. Don't get me wrong. When you get into Wales? Whales. It was. The, it yeah. was. I'm, I'm talking. Hippie Spock. You know the the headband. No, I, I'm talking about the Kelvin timeline. That's, uh, that's oh what yeah, I, that's they what are great. They are, I've liked yeah. every one of those. So, yes, what, I've what, liked every single one. When yeah. you get into the next gen movies, once you get past, was it Generations where they had the crossover and the whole yeah. Nexus thing, which yeah. how, you know you go through all this craziness to to blow up stars to get in it but you could ride a horse out of it whatever however that all happens yeah it, it, I, yeah I, I can't once you get it. past that, i actually fell asleep the first time i watched that movie. Yeah, yeah well <laughs> once you get past that movie they're like deeply developed extended episodes i think yeah. you made that yeah. point earlier yeah, yeah. we're talking about I, that earlier but the rest of there it's you got a lot of that 60s camp that still makes yeah. it into the yeah. you know and they're they're trying to put on like they're acting up, so yeah. to speak. They're trying to be. That's, Th- that's why not. I thought the Kelvin timeline was was so good, and it stood on its own mm-hmm. because it was it was actually the first time outside of well, I'll say Star Trek one, two, and three. Okay, leading up to the search for Spock, I thought the search. I, I thought one, two, and three were absolutely fantastic and cinematic in scope. But the Kelvin timeline movies are cinematic in scope. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Four, Star Trek Five, The Undiscovered Country, stuff like that. Eh, they were just episodes. I do love show. the line, "What does God need with what a starship?" What does God need with a starship? Starship, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a great line. It's yeah. strong. You yeah. figure that out, don't you? Yeah, Kirk. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I love Kirk. I do too. Yeah, I love him. I mean, Picard's much better, but, but I love yeah, Kirk. I was like. But <laughs> here's where we go with this. <laughs> uh, there was a when you talked about um, generations. There was a much better science fiction movie that year. That was way. I mean, should have done much better at the box office. Okay, than so Stargate. We, oh, okay. Stargate yeah, was yeah, a yeah. much better yeah, yeah. science fiction movie yeah, than generations. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I, would agree. I, would agree. I would. I would totally. I mean, agree anything. With that. It's Kurt Russell. Well, I mean, he he comes in, carks it up. He just uh, kicks butt. Overboard. Well. It, it it had its yeah, charm. It, well, the tables were turned. You know, it was a okay. it was a finding yourself story. And, yeah. and you know, and that movie has been remade. I was a why teenage I, robot to whatever that was. Know, he was in that Disney uh, movie. I was a teenage computer. Why do I know so much about wow. Russell? Yeah, you're I, really I looking forward to Disney Plus, aren't you? Gosh, <laughs> uh, you all were going through the list of the Di- Disney Plus because uh, I remember that we went through the entire list of yes. everything on back, that we did back in the day when you Disney hit Channel. you hit the highlights. Though, we did the highlights. For sure. There's a yeah. three hour yeah. video you can watch that goes through everything. Three hour video put out by Disney that goes through everything. Wow. Oh, so, does it? Yeah. Wow. Back back in the day, I remember that Kurt Russell movie because it was on early iterations of the Disney Channel. Uh huh. And I was you know, a teenage computer. Yeah. Yeah. So when you all, I'd forgotten all about it until you all brought. Uh oh, Mark was in the room. Shh. <laughs> I can read your mind and I can prove it. <laughs> and he can prove it. Oh. <laughs> Kale, come up here. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be good. 
You should do this it. This is a family show. Yeah. You know the rules. Okay. You will be wowed and amazed. So the first thing we need is a is a crisp twenty dollar bill. Oh yeah, you're hot, buddy. Check, check. Yes, nice. So nice. Inter- introduce yeah. yourself. My name is Kale Bess Hernandez. I work with uh, Marker Specialties, and my <laughs> wife and I run the Electric Bat Arcade in Tempe, Arizona. And uh, we're going to have a new location. I don't know if we can announce it yet. Uh, well, the cat seems to be crawling out of no, the bag. Not yet. Okay. Not yet, we, All right. The, just, bag, the bag was just shut. Absolutely. We just <laughs> expanded. Uh, we have about 24 pins. Is, is this 26? Nice. Who's counting? You know, you got to rotate some every once in a while yeah. when they go down. Uh, but um, Get into that mic. That mic's not super hot, Kale. So. Yeah. So All right. You so. Lean back a little bit? No, no. Have no. we ever met? Hop, hop up. Hop up. There you go. Yeah. So, what's your last time we talked? You were, I, th- I think, your official title at, at Marco is weapons specialist. Are you still? Are, are you like? Are you like general in charge? Or are you I can't like? Believe you uh, remember that? I remember the strangest non-use, no, the most useless things. Well, one thing I, I'll say is true. not that you're useless, Kale. Don't take that. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. Kale, Kale has. That's seen, what I gathered from that. <laughs> Kale has seen every order that I have placed. Even the unsavory items that I've thrown oh, in my bag. Yeah, that's right. You should yes. so right. balls, should, rubbers. <laughs> you should so slip yeah. stuff Hello. in, like you know. Yeah. Like yeah, in, exactly. Like an, you should. Yeah. You should. Just so, you should so put like an ice cream cone or something. Oh, <laughs> something. Yeah. Exactly. Love kale. Yeah. Hope you like chocolate chip. <laughs> but you ever give those out at Halloween? I do. Kids love it. Just a scoop right in the bag. Oh no! No, I it's awesome. <laughs> so weird. All I got was a rock. <laughs> Do you look? You look like you like chocolate. <laughs> All right. So, w- w- Are we doing this? Yeah. What's going on here? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. So we've never met, right? Right. We don't know each other. I haven't asked you any questions that you give me answers to. Correct. That's right. All right. I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. And I can guarantee you, I will get two. Out of the three questions, correct. Information that I cannot know. Let's let's do it. Okay. All right. Clear your mind. I want you to think of the your when you were growing up. What was your favorite movie when you were growing up? Think about the main character. Don't announce it. Don't say it. Okay. All right. You got it. Lock it in. All right. Now I wrote down my answer, and I'm going to give it to Brent. He's going to hold on to it. Till the end. What was the name of the character you were thinking of? Um, it, it, I, I think his name's uh, Rocketowski or something like that. Mad Max. What's Mad Max's real name? That's that. There's your trivia. Well, I think you're right. You, I think I can read your mind. So if you don't know it, I can't guess it. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's try another one. <laughs> no, <we're... laughs> Good answer. That's awesome. Uh, so here we go. All right, I'm going to ask you another question. JP, I'd like to apologize okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> we were having. All right, I want you to think about uh, the is... bottle of the car that your family had when this you were growing is, this up. This is all my fault. Every bit of this. Think about the bottle oh. of the car. Oh, I know this exactly. Okay, think about. Don't tell me. The make and model. Yeah, think of it. Or just the model. Just think of the model. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm done. Down. All right, what was the uh, model? Impala. You too? Yes, really? Oddly enough. It's a very yeah. popular yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yellow. 
No, ours was ours was black. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Your third and final question. If you had to choose between Prince Henry or Prince William, who would you choose? No. <laughs> this is what the Kale. No. I, I said, this is a family kale. friendly show. I set the ground rules earlier, oh. Kale. Oh. <laughs> it's royalty. Yeah. yeah. Um, royalty. We're talking yes, about the sir. British yeah. family so here. Show some respect. Using the Queen's English. William or Harry. You're making is this that... difficult for editing yeah. later, Kale. You just gotta pick one. William or Harry. Oh, I, I like Harry. <laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah. I, this. <laughs> All right. You sir are solid gold. Oh my gosh. By the way, I wrote my answer down before he said it out loud. Yeah. So he has written the answers down right here, so we can keep them. So we're gonna go through. In. I'm gonna see if I can match up the. Uh, okay, Brent's gonna open his hand and reveal the answers that I wrote down. All but right. I had no idea of how he would say these answers. All right. So here's the first one. And it says Rocket Mad Max because you've mispronounced it. Rocket Rocketowski. So right I just there. wrote down Rocket and Mad right Max because that's what you were thinking of. It's right there. <laughs> I'll be, so I have to, if I have to keep editing you, you in the show, you will be. All right. All right. Here's the next one. Here we go. And it's Harry. Harry. Right there. Was right the answer there. to that question. When he's you had got, to he's got you locked in right there. Harry. All right. And for the final answer... Impala. Absolutely unbelievable. Right there. Yep. Cheers. Thank you. The crowd's not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> such a tough crowd. Okay, such right. a tough crowd. We're getting golf clap. Rachel's, Rachel's got a golf clap going yeah. over there. How you doing, Kale? I'm doing very well. Are I was you? just on my way to my room. Well, don't let us stop you. No, no uh, this is really great. Uh, what, 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 so what did I run into here? Huh? Is, is you walked this, in. Is this your show? It's is our show. The, the, the magician show? I don't... It's just kind of us just sitting around just talking. Magician. We were talking about uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, and the Marvel movies right before you walked in. Oh, good. Yes. Any the opinions? Marvel I'm very excited about them. Everybody's talking about them. And well, they, they just spent 20 minutes just like down talking them. So I'm glad you're oh, here. Me they? and you. These two. Yeah. I'm glad it's me and That's you. That's not true. Wait. I just said I was cautious. Yes. You know, I, I've been waiting for a moment. You weren't even cautiously right. optimistic. You were like, eh. Oh, no. Yeah. You were more, eh. You right, were right. a little. More There's excited. no. Okay, let's be honest. I don't think. Well, Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be back. So how could they <laughs> all be good if he's not going to be in it? Don't care. See? <laughs> Whitney knows. So what? He did play that character very well. I even well. got a fist pound. It, it, I, I'm so conflicted about him playing that character because you you like to hate him as that character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so a little piece of trivia here. My uh, oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. No, we're not letting. <laughs> no, it's on the Marvel movie. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Okay. Woo, okay. My, yeah. And, fantastic. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not You know kidding. what? I had, this, I had this, war, this, this odd feeling. I was warming up as if uh, I was juggling fire when I invited <laughs> Kale to sit down. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So my father was actually in... The Wolverine movie. What was it called? Logan? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so if you uh, go to the scene where uh, Logan is driving the limousine and he pulls up, has, there's like a bachelorette party in the yeah. back. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's my favorite scene. My dad is I, the I door know why. guy. <laughs> yeah. So my, my father is the door guy at the club. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So oh, were that they, is awesome. Were, does, does your father act, or were, was well, it like a, he, an open call for extras? No, or? He's, he's, uh, he has friends in, in the film industry, so he's on set a lot. Oh, okay. So, so he's been in some uh, Sandra Bullock films. Oh, and nice. And he, he worked, because uh, Logan was shot a lot in New Orleans. That's where he lives, yeah. Okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Man, that is cool. Yeah, kind of cool, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Now I have to go back and check out. Now, I know, yeah. I remember the scene, from because that's... Toward the beginning, right. the setup as to what he's doing now. Right, it's sad. Right, yeah. He was a superhero. Now he's driving a limo. Yep. Yeah, which Dri- around Vegas dealing with bachelorette parties. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to go back and check that out. Yeah. yeah check yeah, it out. I say, well, I've if got you like. Can't find it. Message me, and you know, we'll nope. get on the phone, and we'll figure it out. The time code. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I've got a cousin that was in stripes. He just walked by a window. They put a wig on him. It was very non-exciting. Stripes. Stripes. Yeah. That was all. Fi- that was filmed. All the city scenes were filmed in Louisville. So like, and then they did the the military stuff in Fort Knox. Okay. Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's you might see this a lot because so much gets filmed in Georgia, but if you watch Stripes. A lot of it downtown's changed, mm-hmm. but there's enough that you still, if you've been there a while, you know, and you're watching it and you're like, you can't turn there and end up here. And it, it's just, it's weird. It mm-hmm. kind of takes you out of it. But yeah. anyway, who's, who's ever seen Stripes? I mean, it's good. old. I was, uh, I was supposed to be in Ernest Goes to Camp. That is not surprising to me at all. I was supposed to be, yeah. As? Well, all the extras, because, you know, it's a summer camp, so mm-hmm. they went to all the area Boy Scout. Wait, 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 who's the huge Ernest fan? Is it you or it's Adam. Adam? Okay, all right. I, I think Ernest is a racist, but that's a whole different <laughs> other this, podcast. This is what did you bring in here? <laughs> what, what was going on before I showed Not up? This. <laughs> this, Not this, this is exactly what was going. Part but of no, me no, no, wants, no. part of me wants to dive into this, but a part of me doesn't want to touch it. <laughs> At, uh, JP, uh, they went around and they got uh, Boy Scout troops as extras. Ernest himself, or yeah, they charged Ernest with going around and giving all the extras in the movie. Or who was the gentleman that played Ernest? Like Ernest? No, 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 wait a minute. I'm backing up. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, backing up. I'm backing yeah. up. Who was the gentleman that played Ernest? Uh, I can't think of his name. Is Does Ernest, anybody know Ernest's name? It's Jim something. Jim, Jim Barney. Jim Barney. Jim Barney, because yeah. he was also Slinky Dog, right? In uh, Toy in Story. Story. Yeah. Okay. So, just in the first one. Though. messed up, or are you just saying he's racist because of his accent? One of the Ernest movies was called Ernest Goes to Africa. And oh, so Ernest the character. The character. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. I just, yes. I just wanted a little clarity on. Yes. I don't. I, I'm sure Jim Varney was a very was a nice fine gentleman, right. and at that right. point, he, okay. All right. So yeah. Go ahead. What's your story about your? Well, now now that we we played the racist card, I don't think it's <laughs> no, as entertaining no, no. as me don't, almost don't, being in the Ernest. Don't pull movie. us into your your hole there. You, <laughs> Rachel's over there, like no, no. Yeah. No, no. no. So yeah. Hell? careful. Uh, can we play this they, game again? We can, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. No, I, I, so you were almost in Ernest Goes to where? <laughs> I was almost in the film. Ernest, Ernest Goes, goes Overseas. This is, I'm never doing this with you again. Okay. You say that every year, but then every year you ask me back. I forget. Pulls Pulls right back I yeah. I'm going to set a reminder in my calendar. For <laughs> 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 next, for yeah. next November. All right, so so how were you? <laughs> the one I know. I told you three times now. The campers were Boy Scouts. I blocked it out. My Boy Scout troop was asked to be in it, but then we had a uh, jamboree we had to go to that weekend. Oh. I had to go to go learn how to make leather wallets yeah. instead of being in an earnest movie. I'm crying for like the third time. <laughs> I think the end result was the same though, wasn't it? <sighs> 
I, I did the yeah. same. Yeah. Not that I was ever invited to be in an earnest movie, but I, I did the Boy Scout. What's Jamboree your biggest brush with greatness? You. Not <laughs> counting tonight. <laughs> I, I don't think that I've had one. Are you talking about like, like a famous person? Yeah. I mean, or you were almost in a movie, or keep talking. You were on uh, Crime Watchers on the local news. What was it? I don't want you to see the rest of the pictures in my phone. Hold <laughs> so do we each get to answer? Yeah, you question? get to. Yeah. Winnie, what's yours? Uh, my uncle's cousin is Lee Majors. What? My uncle, my uncle, Your uncle's this cousin? Is, this, yeah. is, this is like that scene in Spaceballs. My uncle's cousin's barber's nephew. Yeah, but it's still family. Is the $6 million man? 110% That's bonafide. Amazing. Yeah. That's so all I got. Tell, tell them where you and Jim and I visited last night before we went to eat. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we went to Cooters, man. It was awesome. <laughs> That's where I work. You were literally across the street from where I work. Oh, is that right? Yeah, our office is out there. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Do you remember the Dukes of Hazard? Do you remember the TV show, The Dukes oh, of Hazard? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cooters. Yeah. The, oh, the actor that played. The mechanic. That's yeah. John Schneider. Yes, it is. He was <laughs> Bo Duke. <laughs> yeah. Not in not in the, the season or half season where they had Coy and Vance, but yes, he was both. <laughs> Why does he look so concerned? Where was that? Was that a Undis- men's room? That was undisclosed. Did you get a, no, did I didn't did go with full. Him in the men's room? I didn't go full star, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. No, don't touch it. <laughs> Spider-Man. So monkey. we're walking around the uh, the Cooters, and the back of it is a is a, a museum. Wait, John Schneider was at Cooters? No, this was this was in Kentucky. This was back home. Oh. You know, he, he sings, right? So he, he had a, oh, he had a well concert. And, yeah. I know people. Yeah. Not like you. I mean, geez, okay. I was in the Ernest movies, I but whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, we went to Cooters in Cooters. the back of it. it it's, yeah. We thought there was a restaurant associated with it. There's not. Did you go to the Nashville Palace? No. Did they she, have did food. Did something? Okay, it's what right else? next door and they yeah. have food. Wait a minute. Is it like in the same building? Like in... Same parking lot. Yeah, we that, that that's probably the building that we went to go in. Yeah, we we went we, to Caney Fork last night. Yeah. Oh, Caney Fork's pretty good. When we open the door to the place next to Cooters to go in to eat, the the sound just like blew our hair well, back. It was a, like that's it. Calm down. It's a honky tonk. We figured that out. Yeah. yeah. We, we weren't here. in a honky tonk mood. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's been great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think I don't know what else we could explore, and I'm afraid. Well, I mean, to. after the whole brush with greatness discussion, now yeah. everything else is it, it's a letdown after that. That's so, true. yeah, I mean, you whipped out the I'm, John I'm Schneider a, I'm, card. I'm, I'm afraid to ask, but Kale, have you had <laughs> a brush with movie greatness? Can we? Can you just cut this part out of the podcast? Like, we can't go. Sure. There. Yeah. Um, but no. I, uh, one interesting time. So we've talked about this on the last time I was on uh, the show. I, I certainly um, don't remember it, but well, this no, has been a traumatic no, night. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, you were talking so about the... Uh, for, mind, for about uh, 10 years, I was in a touring rock band. Oh, so, okay. so I got to meet a lot of mm-hmm. uh, stars. But uh, one of the most memorable nights is we, we were playing in Charleston, South Carolina at a small bar. And Michael Rooker, Tim Roth, and... Oh, Tim um, Roth. Uh, Sean Penn's little brother, Chris Penn, the guy from Footloose, they all came to the show, hung out with us all night. Michael Rooker's now in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he was in uh, Walking Dead. Great guy. Uh, they all hung out with us. Chris Penn got on stage with us and played some blues tunes. And uh, it, it, it was just like hang- it was just like hanging out with you guys. Completely normal. 
nothing crazy going on. But uh, no, said, we we had a great time, and unfortunately, normal. shortly after that, uh, Chris uh, passed away. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good time. And Michael Rooker was an absolutely unbelievably nice guy, and it's cool to kind of still see him in the scene mm -hmm. now. He shows up at a lot of cons and what have you. Well, that's good to know because I think cool. you say a lot: never meet your heroes. Um, yeah, yeah, you could be fairly disappointed. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. because they're just people. Uh, John was cool. John Snyder is John nice. Snyder was cool. He is yeah. very nice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, 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 you know, we get into celebrity culture and you forget that they're just people. And so, <laughs> all right. So, all right. They have real bad days. Real quick. Do we have any questions from the audience? Any, anything? Yeah. <laughs> that like, doesn't involve why did we come here? Yeah, they're, yeah. All, every, they're all slowly backing out of well, the room. These guys like, come every year, so they must be getting something out of There's some new faces <laughs> in here. Yeah. Did you guys advertise? No. No. Uh, no. Well, my name's first on the. Uh, We've right. we, that's well established, but yeah. it's in Sharpie. Yeah. It doesn't count. And I wrote it. Okay. See, I, I don't know. I don't know if the session was uh, was broadcast over the, uh, over the PA system or not. So okay. we just I'm we just started. Yeah. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Are we recording this? Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. You'll have to send me a link. Oh, we oh, will. Yeah, be in the show. Oh, yes. I love to hear to see how a very visual trick plays out on an audio podcast. You've listened to our show, right? I mean, how do you how do you in in an audio podcast describe how to prepare? We figured out how to prepare stuff. I mean, I, I don't know if it translates. It's well. amazing. I have no idea what you guys talk about in every episode. But, but you listen, listen to this. But I listen. Yeah. I, that that is that's high compliment right there. Yeah. Yes. High compliment. So is it like to help you sleep or? <laughs> <laughs> it's therapy. It's therapy. It, it is therapy. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen. I say we wrap it up. Thank you all so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for the jump in, oh, Kale. Thank yeah. you for pulling me in. Uh, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> it has been an absolute slice. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we're going to catch up with you all tomorrow. Oh, I'm nice. sure. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. JP, we greatly appreciate you coming in. Thanks thank for thank making you, me uh, do circus monkey tricks. Oh, anytime. Yeah. Yeah. I expect something uh, bigger and better. I want That's fireworks it. next year and like smoke effects. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. All right. I say good night, everybody. I'm going to go upstairs and watch some Marvel movies. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do. Peace out. Bye-bye. Thank you. Congratulations. You made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Maybe next episode, they'll actually listen to me for a change. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with, but I know their moms would be so proud. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. Drop us a line via email at podcast at brokentoken.com. You can also call us at 470-2-CALL-BT. That's 470-222-5528. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Broken Token. Britt and Whitney are always posting content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find our podcast on the iTunes store and on Stitcher Radio. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review on the iTunes store and on our Stitcher Radio page as the reviews help out the show. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. Once again, thanks for listening.
The Broken Token Podcast would like to thank the only person on staff who has actual vocal talent, Miss Christy Litzy. And that's me. <laughs> Music for the Broken Token Podcast is graciously provided by Mr. Scott Denisi. For more information about his music and the projects that he works on, visit his website at www.scottdenisi.com. Go Team Fiero. Talk lower. Talk more like Whitney. <laughs> I listened to you all in the car not too long ago when I was driving somewhere. Appreciate that. No, no accident. No accident. Or any downloaded it. Suicide. Yeah, you just... yeah. You didn't hit a guardrail or a tree, did you? Good. Yeah. It's, it's time. <laughs> oh wow. Oh gosh. I'm done. I'm done.